Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we are very excited, not necessarily about the comics that we read this week, but about all the news <laughs> we're getting for next week, and uh, first mm. I want to say hi to Tej. Hey, Tej! Hi, Holly, we're so excited. I think you can actually hear in our voices how happy we are this week. <laughs> we're just really, really, really happy. I think, um, you know, it's it's just been... One really, really good week so far. Yep. How are you, Holly? <laughs> are you no. smiling as are you smiling as widely as I am? <laughs> Probably. I would think so. Um yep. okay, but first before we do the comic news, uh Tash has some movie news. Uh huh. Yeah, well the biggest thing that dropped this week is Jeff Johns and um Bug. I'm Joe Berg. Joe Berg is basically taking over the DC film division, which is what well, that's what it's now called. It's not called DC Entertainment. It's called DC Films. Yeah, um, at least the part that they're dealing with is called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 TV side is I think still falls under DC Entertainment. Um. Comics, I think, are rev- uh, if what I read is it's going to revert back to DC Comics, DC Entertainment for all the animated movies and TV shows, and DC Films for the film division, which I think makes a lot more sense in the structural sense of things, um, in the business sense of things. And I'm just happy Jeff Johns is the person who is the comic book sort of expert, if you, if you know, if that's what I can call it. If, you know, that that's the guy they're going to go to to say, hey, you know, we're doing a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie. What should, what comic should we read about that? And he's going to be, you know, the one that, that says that and this and that comic because Jeff Jones knows his history of DC Comics. I've never had a problem with Jeff Jones you know, even the Justice League, I can give him an escape for that in the New 52 because I, don't, I still stand by my word. I don't think Jeff Johns wrote those original first 12 comics. I think somebody else did it. Oh, I think he, was he like, wrote some of it. I don't think, yeah. But I think, like, okay. especially number 12. Yeah, especially number 12, you know, especially the – I think he wrote the build-up to it. But he didn't yeah. write the actual finish of it, I think that was more pushed upon him, uh, because when you read the follow-up to that, the follow-up comic, and he says, you know, and he has Superman saying the line, "It's just a kiss, not a commitment." Right. And then you have him, and then you have him writing Justice League uh, International Annual Number One, where he says this is going to be the destruction of the the New Fifty Two world. You know, lo and behold, the the Oracle was speaking there. Um, 
but yeah, you know, I I give him a pass on that because of all his previous work I've read, I, uh, you know, I said this to you a long time ago. I don't think Jeff Johns wrote number twelve. Right. I think I think Jim Lee wrote that those few lines. I'm lonely. Yeah, because they made absolutely no sense. Uh, yeah, I think Jim Lee sort sense. of cracked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I. I'm sticking by my word. Jim Lee wrote those last five pages. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, um, something interesting, uh, back to the movie news. I read an article. Mm-hmm. It was on Forbes. Did you read that one? Yes. About about, uh, about um, Batman v Superman doing better than everybody else during the summer? No, not yet. No, that wasn't the okay. one. Um, <laughs> was it Forbes? Maybe it wasn't. Anyway, it was about... Jeff Johns and Kevin Fage, who is the head of Marvel Films. Yes. They both were uh, Richard Donner assistants. And well, well, it's come full circle. It has yes. for them. So the thing about it is, is that Kevin was this huge Marvel nut. Jeff, obviously, <laughs> he Jeff actually draws. I don't know how many people know that. But he would draw uh, the the like the birthday cards or the event cards for the company, and apparently, <laughs> uh, Jeff Jones took out Richard Donner's new car and totaled it. <laughs> there wasn't a scratch on Jeff, but um, Richard, who's really a funny guy, Dick Donner is a really funny guy. He said. You know, John knows me for that car. You know that he's making all these big buckles. You know, that was really funny. Um, but it's interesting that Donner's two assistants. Mm-hmm. You know, Richard Donner is the one who did the first Superman movies. You know, Superman yeah. the movie, yeah. and the second one. And he also did the other cut, the Donner cut. That's why it's called the Donner cut, people. And Two of his assistants are now huge in the comic film world. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty amazing. Um, it, it is. Um, you know, I remember the very first interview I ever watched of Richard Donner uh, was, it's, I don't know if you have the, the, I think it's the 21st or the 30th anniversary uh, Blu-ray of... Um, Superman, nineteen nineteen seventy eight, the original one, ah. um, and it and it comes with um, this this interview. And Richard Donner said when he approached, you know, all these big uh, companies and stuff to do uh, a movie, everybody told him superheroes aren't going to do well on the big screen. You can't do a superhero movie; they're not that big. And then he said, and then he he picks up this. He said he had this this drawing of Superman, um, and he said he picked it up and he says, "You telling me a guy who inspires people, who just wants to do good, who flies around in a red cape and just wants to go and be with his girlfriend, you telling me this guy's not going to sell well? You're crazy." And he <laughs> said, "You know," and he said. The only superhero movie you can start off the franchise with is Superman. And for me, 
I you know, I have tremendous respect for the Richard Donner films because they started it all. You know, and when you think about it, they're like the action comics number one of the movies. We wouldn't have right. all these big budget superhero movies, which in you know, for me is the only reason I go to the cinema. I don't watch anything else on big screen except superhero movies. And for me, you know, that guy literally has defined one of the cornerstones of my loves, you know, in, the, in, in, my, in my world. So I love Richard Dunn because he said, the only way you're going to start this and it's going to be successful is if you started with Superman. And so for me, that's like, everybody should live by that mantra that if you want to do something right, you do it first with Superman. And yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm t- tremendously happy for Jeff Johns and Ke- Kevin Foggy, I think it is, Foggy, something like that. Yeah, oh, it's F-E-I-Z-E, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin something. I don't know. I'm happy for them because it shows people, if you're fans of something, if you love something just as passionately, Yes, you can be successful in life. And it's it's just a perfect little happy story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there what other movie news did we get this week? Um, well the other big thing that dropped and I think it's sort of confirmed, I don't know if it's a rumor or what, but you know, Margot Robbie approached Warner Brothers to do a Harley Quinn spin-off movie, but she ended up changing it into a just a DC woman powerhouse sort of movie. And apparently she wants Wonder Woman in there. She wants the Birds of Prey. She wants Amanda Waller. She wants Lois Lane. She wants uh, Mira. She wants every single female character that they're developing in the movies. She wants it in there. And apparently she wants to produce it. She's going all out to get Test footage done. Uh, she she's a big fan of the comics since she was introduced to Harley Quinn. Um, and yeah, you know I I love there's this picture of her, and she's just got all Gail Simone's uh, Birds of Prey books, and she's just holding them and just smiling. So I'm saying, if that is your inspiration, go and be free and do that because that movie will do well. Okay, that movie is will smoke all the competition because it's just it's what the world is craving right now. Yeah, no, do better than the female Ghostbusters. Let's put it that way. You know what? That I saw that trailer and I was like, they have butch. You know, I wanted to support this movie. I really did. It's the funny girls, you know, the the not so perfect weight girls and everything making a movie. But I, it's like you're butchering. A cult classic here, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Apparently, on YouTube, the trailer for the female Ghostbusters mm-hmm. got the most thumbs down of any video ever. It's like three hundred thousand thumbs down. <laughs> and I was like, I was, I was looking at it, and I'm like, okay, they have done nothing original, and hmm. it's like. Yeah. It, you know, it's like it's like a Kevin Smith film goes for poop and b- fart jokes, 
you know, and then I got these females doing about the same thing, you know, my period or whatever. I'm like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. this trash. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, Ghostbusters, no, you, you're not getting me. Uh, you, I'll watch it if it's on TV, but it's like, I'm not going to set a recording or something for it and say, I have to watch Ghostbusters with Melissa McCartney. No, I'll rather watch the original Ghostbusters, which I have. Oh, yeah. TV, so it's fine. Um, Cause, yeah. I mean, come on, Harold Ramis is rolling over in his grave. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. That's what um, an that. You know what? I also gave it a thumbs down on YouTube. I feel kind of bad now. <laughs> you were just one of one third of a million, so don't worry about it. it. Yeah, it's it's. I don't I don't feel as bad, but I feel like embarrassed for them. Um, well, yes, three hundred thousand is almost the entire population in the United States, though. True, very true. It's one third of China, um, <laughs> uh, one third of India. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's horrible. I saw that trailer and I was like, why, why would you slander an original? You know, I hate when people take. I don't mind people making remakes, right? That that's that's fine I, with me, but I'm not a remake but, person. It better be a damn good remake, and to impress it, me. Okay, let me. How can I say? It? I'm not. I'm not mad with people taking an original, uh, a concept like if they took Ghostbusters, but they did a new story with it with these female characters. Then I wouldn't mind. But now that they're sort of copying it and they're making a spoof out of Ghostbusters, right? You know, it hurts. It hurts me as a fan of the original Ghostbusters. I'm like, you're not honoring this. You're spoofing this. You're making fun of it. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. You don't don't hurt the fans. Respect the fans. That's what I. And yeah, DC learns yeah. the hard way. DC Comics. Um, but yeah, I I read an article on I think Forbes that Batman v Superman might actually come away, you know, apart from Captain America Civil War, as one of the better movies of 2016. Right. Performance-wise, because because of the date it released, because it was early in, uh, for you guys in the summer. Um, and because production cost, they they released the 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 official production cost number, and it's almost a million dollars cheaper in production cost than Civil War. Ah. So yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Civil War is paying Robert Downey Jr. extra money for for just it being for just being there and. I don't know for because he's Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. You know, and I'm like, right? Really, really, Captain America, Civil War, and they're not paying Chris Evans extra money. I'm like, okay, all right. Why? I don't. It's it's because according to the Russo brothers, who are the directors and the sort of um, go-aheaders with this whole um, Marvel universe. You know, they're, they're the concept designers now of the Marvel Universe. According to them, the movie would have only made a billion dollars 
because of Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. They didn't really? have And they come out in public saying this. And I'm like, don't you have any respect for poor Captain America over there? I mean, the guy, you know, Winter Soldier, according to a lot of people, and this is MCU fans, this is Marvel fans, they still say Winter Soldier is the best movie that, that Marvel's right. put out there. You right. know, it may not have it may not have done as much money, but they say the story, the concept, the acting, everything, the passion put into it, the um, what's the word, the honoring of the original comic book story. They say everything there was perfect. Right. Civil War. Civil War. People are like on the fence about it now. When it came out, I think people were sort of dazzled by it, and now that they've watched it once and twice, it's it's the complete opposite of Batman v Superman, where everybody who watches Batman v Superman uh, again and again has a new appreciation for the movie. It's the complete opposite with Civil War. People are like, I see now so many flaws in this movie that I didn't see when I watched it. Well, the original so, story was controversial, and my son left Marvel Comics after what? Thirty something, maybe thirty years of reading Marvel comics I've, after <laughs> after Civil War in the comics, he left Marvel comics. I remember <laughs> my story about Marvel comics is when I went to the comic book store and I said, "What do you suggest I buy to get into Marvel comics?" They're like, "Buy Civil War." I read oh, it and I I'll, I read it and I said, "I'll never return to Marvel comics ever again." Okay. I have a similar story. Okay. The four of us went to the um, Superman Metropolis celebration in uh, Metropolis, Illinois. And we went to um, a nearby comic book shop, which is what we do. Mm-hmm. Four women, we're in a comic book shop. And so we're looking through the Superman bins. Okay, because that's our mm-hmm. deal. And this guy, I don't know, I don't think he worked there. I think he was just like a you know guy I hung out. He says, oh, he says, you're, you're looking for Superman stories. I'm going to go, yeah. And, Ta- and Tasha was across the table from me. So there was like two boxes, long boxes between us, lengthwise, mm-hmm. you know. And I was watching this guy, and he says, oh, then you'll really like World of Krypton. Yeah. <laughs> and Tasha looked at me, and I go, you can handle this. And I walked away. <laughs> I was like, don't even go there, dude. And the guy's like, oh, it's a really good story. And Tosh is like, yeah. I, I feel very it. sorry. I feel very sorry for that person that encountered Tasha with Wonk, World of New Krypton, because I read her, her blog post on World of New Krypton, and I said, I will never read World of New Krypton, <laughs> because... She's very polite in it, but she she chops it down into Chuck's liver that it should be because it's yeah yeah. I read yeah. two 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 comics from World of New Krypton, and I was like, do do I what drugs do I need to understand the story? Because it's like it's like when I was reading that Superman Wonder Woman storyline with Lois Lane and Lana Lang, and I was like. Oh my God! Why did somebody tell me to read this? Why did I listen to this person? I will never take advice if it's not from my group of trusted friends. 
So I, I, I wasn't, it was a too, it was a bit foggy because obviously there's an embargo on them. They're not allowed to, to talk right. too much about right. it. But they said everything makes so much more sense. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think Batman v Superman is just a piece of the puzzle. It's not, oh, definitely. A, it's not yeah, it's not the lid to the puzzle. It's a piece no. of the puzzle. Just like Man of Steel was a piece of the puzzle. Now you're getting Suicide Squad, which is another piece of the puzzle. We'll get Justice mm-hmm. League, which is another piece of the puzzle. I mean, they're building the yeah. DC universe one piece, you know, one puzzle piece at a time. And if people expect, yeah. oh, well, I want to know everything all at once, well, you're not going to get it with that. Yeah. But they all tie yeah. in. They all have a niche that, um, you know, they're not, they fit into the other movies, so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually going to be very, um, I hate to use this word because, you know, I feel like I'm dumbing people down, but I think it's actually, they have a really good plan. And I think it's a very, I think it's a very smart and intellectual plan that we haven't seen yet because we obviously don't have access to Zack Snyder's brain. Well, exactly, and n- none of these numbskulls are going, well, that's a five Zack Snyder, because they don't know what they're doing. Excuse me, this has been how many years in the making? You know how many hmm. meetings they probably had over every single little, you know, how many stitches should be in the flash third? I mean, come on. <laughs> so, you know, people think, you know, oh, they just go, they film a bunch of stuff, and they just put it on the screen. No, 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 no. You've got to deal with suits from... Corporate, you got to deal with suits. The producers, you got to deal with, you know, all the different uh, crews, all the different, you know, uh, labor unions, and you know, mm. sets, and you know, locales, and all that stuff. All that stuff is in a planning. And when you plan in a universe, it's it's you know, times a billion. Every single thing is thought through as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying, you know, if something happens in a film and people react to it, you know, a certain way, and it, it may affect the way where they were going, but they may say, we're going to go anyway because we've got this, this, and this that aligns with that, and we can't give that up. So, you know, people mm-hmm. just need to chill. They don't make this these plans, you know. Okay, Donner and the Zonkins. Only had one character to deal with. Mm. Okay, and they built yeah. his world. Okay, but what Zack Snyder and the rest of them are trying to do? Because there's a lot more people. I mean, Chris Nolan's still involved somewhat. Yeah, um, definitely. So you got all these really smart people, and you know they brought in Jeff Johns and. Now Joe Berg, who's the who's the studio guy, Jeff, the comic guy, who's you know running the TV division. They're bringing those two guys in together. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of planning going on, and these mutton heads are sitting in their basement eating Cheetos, going, "They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they know what they're doing." And I'm like, "Dude." If you can't see the big picture because you're still worried about what color socks somebody's wearing, then you just need to shut your yap. I mean, come on. So, anyway. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's all and planned out. They've got, you know, these people that say, oh, they're not going to make as many movies. That was bullshit from the start. I mean, 
you you plan a movie. You don't plan it and say, oh, we're going to make a movie tomorrow. They, you plan this stuff years in advance, you know? Yeah. You get, get all these people yeah. together to make the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I completely agree. Uh, you know, everything you just said is completely 100% true. Um, And I also believe that now would, you know, Margot Robbie taking a producer role, Ben Affleck taking an executive producer role, they're taking a little bit away from the studio executives so they can get a, everything moving faster because apparently the schedule that they have, um, Gal Gadot was speaking to an Israeli um, interview thing uh, for one of her other movies that had just released. I think it's called Criminal. Uh, and she said, you know, straight after Wonder Woman, She's going into Justice League, and she still has to keep training for Wonder Woman. Right. And she said, and she said you know, Jason Momoa, uh, he even talked about it. He said straight after Justice League, they're going straight into Aquaman. Right. Because, because apparently the rigging that they're going to be using for all the underwater scenes, it's this new uh, technology that was uh, developed just to make it look um, as realistic as possible like that right. water. Um, he says, you know, that takes a hell of a lot of core training and stuff that he has to do, and it's going to take a lot of time. Um, and if you look at it, and then, you know, Isra Muller said, as soon as he's done with Justice League, he's jumping into Flash. And um, right. Henry, Cavill, Henry Cavill was saying, you know, he can't find place for James Bond because... As soon as Justice League is over, he still has to continue training for Superman because right. something else is coming. And oh, yeah, I, I wonder what that is. I wonder what that is. Man of Steel 2. Yes, that's right. Coming out in 2018, y'all. 2018, y'all. You mark our words for that 80th anniversary, they're going to come out with a Superman movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ben well, Affleck is working, is working with Jeff right. Jones to make a Batman right. movie. Right. Everything is flowing, you know. They can't stop. Yeah. For 2019, so, they're working on it. Yeah, yeah. So they can't stop, you know. And it, you can see the DC universe is just flowing like a river. And right. it, it's just going. So there's, there's no... T- so there obviously was a plan. That's why they took so much of time to make Batman v Superman, to make... Suicide Squad, which is probably going to be these launch pad movies into these right. different universes. Right. right. Because what, after that, there's not going to be any time to change anything. And so, yeah, I think there's definitely a plan that we are going oh, yeah. to be In 2020, we're all going to be looking back on 2016 and saying, there was a plan. <laughs> but there was a plan. <laughs> Well, okay, here's the other thing. Now, you think back to, I'm not knocking Richard Donner. I love his films, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, they only had hard effects to do. You know, they had to, mm. you know, they had the rigging and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Chris Reeves, I mean, he was a skinny kid, and they had to pump him up to 225. Yeah. But... The demands on an actor's body in a superhero movie 
aside from Richard or Robert Downey Jr. Um, is, you know, people expect that because the way Jim Lee drew those guys, you know, you know, mm. packed out to, you know, they expect to see that, I mean, on the actors. And the actors, these actors have taken this on. I mean, look at Henry. I mean, he works out, and it, they really, just to keep Henry in shape, you know, he can't wait two years and, oh, yeah, i got to get back in shape. I mean, he did that for me in a no. deal. But, <laughs> but I think, um, but now they're not, you know, he's he's definitely in the depths of his contract for these DC mm. films. And so he's going to be, he's going to have that body for a good seven years or more. Oh, ben, Affleck, <laughs> ben Affleck, the same thing. Gal Gadot, same thing. Uh, you know, these guys are going to be working out. And, and also when you have, when you, when you have the schedule that they have, and the reason they have that schedule is because, because people are fickle nowadays. Back in Donner's day, people went to the movies, you know, just to go see movies, you know, and and we got, and luck, you know, thank the great people who made some of those movies, they were fantastic movies. Nowadays, it's like, I think it'll be a fantastic movie, but people just don't go to the movies to see movies anymore. They go to say, oh, I'm going to see action heroes or, or you know, or we get art films, you know, or whatever. But um, because it costs so much, and people have to be mm. really particular about, and, you know, some of the content isn't, Family worthy, okay, and we all have to admit that Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman wasn't something you could take your six-year-old to. Oh, that's <laughs> mine. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, the thing about it is, is that although I've seen people take three-year-olds to Lord of the Rings, I'm like, are you kidding me with those ugly orcs on there for an hour? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. No one of the kids running away from you and coming up to the bleachers <laughs> where we were. Hey, did you? I yelled at the person. I went, hey, did you lose something? <laughs> oh, yes, my child. So, I mean, you know, um, but I think I think DC is being, or DC Entertainment, or whatever the hell they call themselves this week, it's being very smart. Uh, Warner's Brothers being very smart. Um, because they are just boom, 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 boom. They're going to inundate us with these films. And the people who sit there and go, well, they just don't know what they're doing. The minute I knew Batman was in Suicide Squad, boom, there's a connection right there. And, you know, when they hire the guy that played Rick Flagg in Smallville to be in the Suicide Squad movie... (laughs) I'm sitting there like, yeah, they know what they're doing. And then, you know, because they hired the guy who played Emile Hamilton to be in a Man of Steel yeah. movie. So that we got two Emiles in the same scene. I mean, and the guy who played Dan Turpin on Smallville, he's the one who actually said Superman in the movie, in the Man of right. Steel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, yes, these people know what they're doing because, you know, they know that these people have been involved with these 
you know, shows and stuff, and people have seen them in the, like, especially Smallville on their TV sets, maybe a few weeks out of a season or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make that connection. Oh, oh, did you? Th- oh, the fairy dust. I mean, the pixie dust chick. She was in the Man of Steel. And I was sitting there going, that's a pixie dust chick. You know, and when you do all those things, People just, you know, they that's real connectivity, and that's really taking the psyche of the people who watch those shows and connecting them to the film, and that's, you know, they're like, oh, well, that was really cool. So, mm-hmm. It's also showing respect for what's come previously as well. It's showing respect for, um, yes, we know there's fans of this, and, you know, okay, yeah, they may want to draw you in, uh, some people may see it as a cheap shot, but when I saw Dan Turpin, for example, and when he he was the first one who actually said, uh, they're in with Superman in tow, I was like, he's the first guy other than Lois Lane, because if you read the novelization, right, the Superman in the right. in the thing, right, um, and you know, other than Lois Lane, he says Superman. I was like, oh, that that that's kind of cute. You know, he he never got to say it on Smallville because. No, we only got right. Superman at the end of the show, but it's come like a full circle for him. Right. And yeah, the exactly. two the two Emils in one scene, I was like, put your heads together, knock them around, and you'll come up with something. Right. <laughs> um, but and, yeah, yeah, you know, something else I think DC learned from, especially from Green Lantern, was don't CGI the suits, and that's why these actors have to be in the shape that they're supposed to be in. Because everybody complained about the CGI suit on Green Lantern. And, you know, it was like, you know, it was like a neon sign. It's like, no, it doesn't need to be like that. But anyway, I didn't mind Green Lantern. I liked it. I enjoyed it for what it was. And But, you know, everybody trounced it. But I think they learned from that. I think the only CGI on Henry is the cape. And we all know about cape. And they have a mind of their own, and, you know, it's just, I mean, you could spend hours trying to get the cape right if it's a hard effect. Yeah. But I mean, with the hard you know, effects, with the hard okay. effects, yeah, with the hard I, effects, they, they actually have a, a picture, I'll, I'll find it and I'll try and send it to you, where they tried to use an actual cape on Henry, and he just wrapped himself around, and it was like a burrito, and he was just like, this isn't going to work, you know, because well, material... Doesn't follow what you want it to do, right? No. And okay, take for instance, Superman and Lois going into the Kryptonian ship. Now, whoever <laughs> thought that they would see sand on the bottom of Superman's cape? And I'm sitting there going, "Oh, that's really cool." And, you, and people are like, "Why? Why is that cool?" Because it shows that you know his cape is like anything else about him. He's human. His cape is, you know, of material, and it can yeah. get sand on it. So, but for scenes like when Batman ran into him, when he's walking towards the Batmobile, and you know part of that was CGI, but it was so well done, it was still the best cape porn ever, you know. Or when oh. he's up in the air uh, talking to General Stanwick and Man of Steel, and he says, I'm, I'm from Kansas, you know. And the cape mm-hmm. porn there, I mean, you know, I don't care that it's not 
a hard effect. I'm I'm just a cape porn. It's cape porn. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I think they learned. I mean, and a lot of what was on. I mean, Zod's armor was completely CGI. Did anyone notice? I, you know, I, I still think it's real. I, I, I honestly, right. when I watched the behind the scenes, and I'm like, dude, why is he in dots? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, and it's like, oh, Amma's, now, Amma's not you since when? Yeah, you kind of get that with Fiora's helmet opening up and closing and that kind of stuff. You figure, oh, well, that was CGI. But you know what? It's such a good effect. I don't even think about it. You know, I don't sit there and pick it apart. And there's CGI, and there's CGI, and it's now, with Green Lantern, yeah, it was kind of obvious. I don't know why he had the glow-in-the-dark uniform. I don't know why. But <laughs> but I think they've learned their lessons from that, and I doubt that the Flash is going to have a glow-in-the-dark outfit. Pretty sure, you know, they're going for as realistic an outfit as possible. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, you know, there's a. it's interesting that the actors have to actually have the body models really as close to, you know, the hyper body that the comics brought out. And and it, so there's not that much CGI going on. See, Zod didn't have to have muscles and everything because, you know, people didn't think of him in that way. He just had to have the armor. And so that's why, but to have that, as much of that as CGI as they did, I was like, whoa, didn't realize mm-hmm. that at all. It was very or, or well in done. Batman v Superman. Or in Batman v Superman. I didn't know till now, now. And I've watched that movie eight times. Right. Um, when the behind-the-scenes uh, photos came out, Clay, uh, Clay Enos um, released a few. Um, Batman's armored suit is CGI. And I was like, no. I thought it was real. Is it? And like, is it really? Yeah. Well, I thought, I, wait a minute. I thought he couldn't see when he had it on because he kept tripping over stuff. Only for the still shots, the still pictures. Like, him, okay. you know that scene where they walk up to each other and yeah. then him pushes him away? Right. Only for the still shots, for the, for the capturing shots, did Ben Affleck wear the suit because, A, it's too heavy. B, right. he couldn't move in the thing. D, right. he didn't see anything. Right. D, he was gonna, he, D was falling over stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they said, right. uh, so they went, after they did the costume and right. tests and everything, he said, no way I'm going to wear this thing and fight because I'll be fighting right. myself. Right. Um, and so almost all of the, the, the fight scene shots are, uh, is CGI. Yeah. Oh, cool. Only on only like the the close ups of him when he has the mask broken and stuff. That's actual, right? Suit. That's Everything yeah. else, every motion, every movement, all CG. I was very impressed. Yeah, yeah. So okay, here's the part of the show that we just love to do. Hi, Wendy Zero. <laughs> Wendy, we are so happy today, Wendy. We got so much good news. You're going to love the show, Wendy. We love you, Wendy. <laughs> so, Wendy has a comment. She says, just keep Joker away from Lois Lane. Yes. 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 Oh, you know yes. what? If, if Joker and Lois Lane meet, kick him in the balls. Can we please have... I just want one shot of Lois kicking someone in the nuts and saying... Yeah, she should, she should need Lex in the nuts. 
Yeah, definitely. Just to give them something to think about. Yeah, it should have been like, you should think about your life. <laughs> and like, how's that for Granny's peach tea? Yeah. <laughs> then him throwing um, over the building might have meant, you know, he was pissed because she needed him in the ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. would have made more sense. That she's but, smarter but she did than put him. up a fight. Yeah, she did put up a fight on the top of that. that, that um. Yeah, but... I would still would have liked it if she needed him in the balls. And if they had that in there and they took it out, no, Zach, you need to keep that. And listen to Deborah if she told you to keep it. So, apparently, Deborah told him to keep the Clark Kent investigator scene. And I think Zach is ruining the day he did not listen to his wife. Because everyone said if that scene was in there, it would have made such a better movie. So Right. It made a more balanced movie, I think. I think there was well, too I, much Batman. Well, and the thing is, is that you need to see Clark as a human, quote unquote, because it shows he's not he's not the mask guy. He's not a mask yeah. guy. Where Batman, yeah. you know, Batman's Batman all the freaking time, and even when he was Bruce Wayne in the film, he was still being Batman. Where Clark, yeah. he's not Superman all the time. He's Clark Kent sometimes because he's doing his journalistic thing. I mean, he's still got his radar on and all that kind of stuff, but it's always good to see Clark as Clark. Mm-hmm. Grounds him, makes him relatable, you know, and they really need to show that, especially in Batman v Superman, because, you know, here's all these people that alien go home and stuff, but Clark has a life as a human being. I mean, he was raised in Kansas. And but I, um, yeah, I love on on Tumblr. There's this thing where people are doing it now, where they say, "Government says Superman's an alien. You know, we we can't trust him." Batman says, "Superman's an alien that can burn down the entire human race." And you know, if there's a one percent chance, we have to take it as an absolute certainty that he's gonna kill us all. And then they say. Meanwhile, Clark Kent, should I buy Lois roses or tulips? Should I cook Italian or should I cook Chinese? Hmm. And I said, hmm. you know, if they just showed us that, if they showed us the crazy government, the crazy yeah. man, and then they just put the meanwhile and they show Clark shopping for yeah. groceries, it would have been... Like, I would have, that would have been, just made my movie, because, yes, we see him bringing home groceries, but so many right. people didn't notice that. And I'm like, what did you think he was carrying? A dead body or something? I don't know, what, what's your problem? Well, I mean, okay, did we ever see Bruce Wayne actually eat anything in the Batman versus Superman movie? <laughs> no, he just drank a whole lot. And, and well, and we didn't actually see him drink all that much. We saw empty bottles and stuff, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the senator ate more than uh than, you know, Bruce Wayne did. And that's because mm-hmm. Lex shoved what was that scene about anyway with the cherry thing? I'm sitting there going I think it showed thing? you know, for me what it shows is how Lex can manipulate people. Right. And and it shows the corruption of some go- it, it's a it's a contrast to seeing Senator Finch, uh, Holly Hunt's character, where right. she she is not corruptible 
In the, so if, if the entirety of all her scenes, she remains completely incorruptible. And, right. But she's still seeking the truth. You know, she still wants to look for the answers, but she's not doing it the corrupt way. And I think right. that's the contrast of, I mean, I listen, Batman v Superman is a deep movie, people. Um, we can go into symmetries and talking about real-life situations and things, you know. It, it, it's, it's a comment on politicians today, how corruptible they are. And the, right. him taking the candy is sort of, you know, dipping his hand into the cookie jar sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just oh, yeah. odd. I, I, it was just like, uh, are we yeah, showing I how Metro Lex is? And, I mean... Yeah, I got a date for when Batman v Superman is coming out in uh, South Africa. It's uh, oh. 27th July. 27th July, yeah. We mean coming out in South Africa? you already seen it. On DVD. Sorry, on oh, DVD and Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah. Like, I love Timmy. I've seen it eight times. How did how did you see it that stuff? I didn't um, do that, Krista. Uh, <laughs> it's still showing here. It's still showing. So Yeah. Um Yeah, uh, I remember uh, I told Kimmy this is the date and she says, I checked Walmart and it said it's coming out on the thirty first of December. I hope they're wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, you my date, yeah, oh. I, I, I told I told Kimmy, right, yeah. my date is 27th of July, because we're planning, like, this big DVD watch date with everybody. Right. Um, And she said, I just checked Walmart, and they say it's coming out on the 31st of December. I hope they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I hope they're wrong, too, because I got mine pre-ordered already at Amazon. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's just a bit of fun. Right. Uh, yeah, we're we're done with DC movie news. Yep. Um, uh, so, yeah. so um, comic news. Okay, we're going to do Fomance yeah. came out this week in American Alien. But first, um, mm, but, first. We all know, but first, we all know that Rebirth is coming out next Wednesday. And Bleeding Cool, who wasn't one of the people who actually got the comic. People actually got, they got comps, I assume. Some people got comps. They were told not to say anything. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was, what, all over Reddit? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, And so Bleeding Cool picked up on it because they weren't one of the people that got the comps, so they didn't have to, you know, pay attention. So they put mm-hmm. up some stuff. Now... Um, and then Newsarama actually released the DC Comics preview of it Mm -hmm. now. Um, what was your first impression of what, of what Jeff is doing? Uh, when I first saw the, um, leaked pictures, right, somebody took pictures on their camera phone. Right. Um I was I was completely like underwhelmed because I don't care about Batman and the comedian and Watchmen and Doctor Manhattan, right? 
And I was All like, right. but 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 it made sense to me that uh, because like I didn't read before before Watchmen, you know, so I didn't know about this stuff. Um, yeah. I don't, you know what? I don't even think I finished Watchmen because it just got so gross for me. I just stopped. Right. Um, I watched the movie though to support Zack Snyder. Still gross. Uh, <laughs> especially, especially I watched the. It came out R-rated, right? And I watched in IMAX Doctor Manhattan's dong waving around, and I was like, this is a bit much for me and yeah but anyway getting back on the subject um i was a bit underwhelmed with what was ha- with what was leaked right i was like of all the things you picked to leak you know um you know I-, I care about superman lois lane maybe the flash you know i, I don't know barry allen and i have a rocky relationship um and then I see Wally West, and I'm like, Wally will fix stuff. You know, maybe hope, I hope this Flash will fix stuff. Um, right. And then I was like, okay, but we still don't know what's happening in Rebirth. It was like the worst spoiler ever, because literally we still don't know what's happening. So it's like well, the best and worst spoilers. <laughs> well, uh, okay, let's, to be honest, it did bring out some stuff that we were like, Oh, okay. One thing that fans have been screaming about since the New 52 even started, because he had left before that, was where is Wally West? Where is Wally yes. West? And Didio got that asked about every con. You know, in fact, in some cons he said, don't even ask me about Wally West. So yeah, yeah. Johnson's bringing back Wally West. Now, there are going to be two Wally West. Yes, going to be- and I'm already confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wally apparently has been running around, you know, the whole, I assume, the whole Speed Force thing. And there was a uh, panel of him talking to Barry. And I think this was mm. in the preview. Maybe it was suggested. Yes. In the-, the preview makes a little bit more sense. And right. I, and. I wish that the person hadn't had spoiled it because the preview is enough. The preview is enough for me to go out and actually buy this book. Right. And but the thing about the, the leak, it, it kind of prompted me to ask the question, and I did on Twitter. So is Barry going to be redeemed for Flashpoint? Because they yes. made Barry Allen the scapegoat for the new 52. And I was like, no. Barry would never have done it if he knew this is what would happen. Okay, and so you know, I didn't like him making him a scapegoat. And Johns adores Barry Allen because, yes. you know, he did um, Flash Rebirth. Flash and, Rebirth, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I was glad Barry about Allen. That. And I think we took Barry? a lot from that because we mm-hmm. thought, oh, Jeff is going to set things right. Yes. Um, Barry, like I said, Barry Allen and I have a very rocky relationship because I blame him for Flashpoint. I blame him for making everything wrong in the world. It wasn't um, his fault, though. It wasn't his fault. It was. I I understand it was editorial, but like you said, they made Barry their scapegoat. Yeah. And 
You know, when you sit back and you look at it, you say, if Barry Allen knew he would annihilate his relationship with Iris, he would have right. put he would have put lead on his feet. He would have said, "No, I'm not running anywhere. You take my speed force, not my Iris." You know, that's what he would have said. Um, oh, I like that line. I'll use it yeah. someday. Um, yeah. Take oh, my speed force, not Iris. Yes. And so, you know, yes, bringing back Barry Allen and bringing back the whole Speed Force family into the whole thing, where the the Flash family. Now, I feel so bad for Jeff Johns. He just did Rebirth. He brought back the Flash family, and then they do Flashpoint, and they raise everything. Um, Poor Jeff Johns. He gets the raw end of the deal all the time. Yeah, but Um, I think... I think what it showed us, and Barry is asking the question, it wasn't my fault. Now, yes, yes. You know, because Barry is obviously, okay, so in order for Wally to, Wally's coming back to warn people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. or, or explain to them what actually happened. And hmm. Barry, so so basically what you have to have is somebody outside the universe Running around somewhere, like the mm-hmm. Speed Force, to come back to Barry and say, because Barry is a Speed Force, hello. Uh, so come to Barry and say, no, it's not your fault. There was other things going on. And and so so then the other leak was there's a Watchman connection. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan at the end of the actual Watchmen book, right? Deciding uh, to create his own universe? Or was that in Watchmen 4 or whatever the hell it was? Uh, from what I found out, it's... From what I found out, it's... it's. Um, I mean, if anybody's watched Watchmen the movie or read the comic... Right. Uh, it ends with Dr. Manhattan, right? Because he cannot be destroyed. Right, right. Uh, in in Watchmen, he's sort of like this god figure, right? He can do anything. Um, and in Watchmen, before Watchmen, four, uh, a lot of fours in that. Um, it deals just with Doctor Manhattan, and he's on Mars, I think, uh, because that's where he goes to escape. Right, um, and he takes his sentient energy or, or a star or something and he creates a new universe. He right. creates another ba- big bang and he says, you know, I hope this world will be good. And I'm like, boy, if you only knew. <laughs> well, okay, so let's take this back. Let's think about this in more realistic terms. Mm-hmm. So somebody said, well, and we know how New 52 turned out. It was dark, dreary. There was no love, like we said, you know, for years. Mm-hmm. So what happened in reality in that editorial retreat of 2010, somebody wanted to bring back the Dark Age. Because they love the Dark Age. Okay, mm-hmm. and basically that's what happened in the New 52. It was the Dark Age. I mean, it was such a Dark Age that nobody really loved each other, and they thought, well, we'll give them a romance. We'll give them Superman and Wonder Woman. We'll toss that at them. And they were like, no. That's like getting mm-hmm. shit in your stocking for Christmas. I mean, come on. <laughs> Let me see 
you got something in your stocking. Yeah, well, I didn't want this, and I'm not taking it. So basically, yeah, you had people who wanted the Dark Age back in 2010, and they created this universe, and they screwed over Alan Moore once again to do it. Mm. And so um, basically John said, because he knows there's this thread that's never been completed, John said, who I don't think enjoys the Dark Age very much at all, um, I think he said, okay, fine, we'll have Dr. Manhattan supposedly make this universe. But here's the thing. there. Okay, Dr. Manhattan did that. But there are even more, I mean, not everybody knows who Dr. Manhattan is. Not everybody's read Watchmen. Not everybody's seen the movie or liked the movie, okay? So mm. I don't think you can blame it just on, doc, on Dr. Manhattan. I think there's other things going on. Because in the previews, they bring out that this universe has lost 10 years. Yeah. Okay. And you're saying, how is that possible? Well, if you start from when Superman started, Action Comics started, and then there he has a five-year gap. How many times have we talked about the five-freaking-year gap? And then we got four to five years of New 52 after that. So that's mm-hmm. ten years. So. Yep. So, basically, it boils down to Superman once again, folks, because everybody else is going hunky-dory, you know. Batman had five Robins in five years. (laughs) You know, but Superman, for some reason, had this five-year gap. Justice League had a five-year gap. They had a jump. But Superman is the only character, the single most character that had a five-year gap. Nobody else had it. And so why? We keep saying, why did he have a five-year gap? Why, 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 why? And Mm. they never explained it, you know. It was just, okay, we know one of the reasons was so they can throw the foamiest at us. It's created out of nothing. It's like currency, Mm. you know. And because we never really saw what this Superman was about. He wasn't Clark Kent. Right. He wasn't, you know. He he forgot about the Kents. He forgot about the yeah. farm. He 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 left out the farm to somebody else to farm because he said it was too painful for him, and he had completely forgotten about Smallville and that right. whole side of his life. Um. So yeah, you know, we one of the you know you you picked it out. You were the one. You said that five year gap's gonna come back and it's gonna bite us in the butt. And yeah, you know, when you look at things and when you hear, oh, in the writers' retreat, they already had a convergence plan. They right. already had a futures end plan. Um, convergence, right. I think, plays more into it than futures end. Um, All right, because. Convergence literally has set up this. So, and then you go yeah. back and you say, well, who who planned Convergence? Dan Jurgens talked to Jeff Johns about it. And then they got Jeff King involved to come and write the main Convergence line. Right. And, you know, when you see these threads, you're like, 
this, this, they had a plan, and that's why they put that five-year gap in there. So well, they had a contingency because they knew, these people knew that the mafia who said, Superman, Wonder Woman's going to fly off. It's going to be the best thing ever. You know, they got it wrong. They got it oh, so and Nero wrong, yeah. I mean, my Idelson <laughs> told us. He got outvoted. Yes, yep. So it wasn't a matter of, oh, what's best for these characters and how we can develop these characters. It was, we want to do this. Yeah. You know, and they, you, people say, people keep telling me, oh, I'm overreacting because I tweeted out the entire, I tweeted this out a long time ago. I said, the entire New 52 destroyed a legacy of characters for the main reason was to bring Superman and Wonder Woman together. And it completely yeah. destroyed, it completely destroyed DC Comics. Yeah. Look at the sales. Look at the sales. Yeah. It's horrible, right? And, right? and this is the main reason. People tell me, I think you're putting a little too much importance on this. I'm like, no, no, you are not putting enough importance on this. If this thing ended, if they didn't have Doomed, and if they didn't have all those storylines connected to it, and if this thing had ended sooner, we'd be getting Rebirth a whole lot quicker. Oh, yeah. Okay, and here's okay. So here's my contention. Okay, I think it goes beyond Doctor Manhattan. He's not a big enough character. Sorry, he's not a big enough character for people to identify with. So what? He created. I didn't another know who universe. he was. I didn't know who he was. Right. I had to. So I, I had to go and remind myself who Doctor Manhattan was. Right. So here's my contention. Okay. Somebody used. Dr. Manhattan. Now, the DC Universe has characters more powerful than stupid Dr. Manhattan. Okay? (laughs) So, I mean, Dr. Manhattan is not stupid, but we got more powerful characters than him. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Top on my list has always been Mixie. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Or anybody from the fifth dimension. Anybody. Okay. So... Um, something set me off. Okay, I'm writing a story called Across the Universe, and I haven't written it on it probably in almost a decade. But, I, I mean, I've got the timeline set up. And part of that story deals with Mixie has Clark and Lois go to this other dimension planet and see what life's like there. And then... Then um, there's a necklace involved, and um, the real Superman and Lois Lane in the future, um, Mm -hmm. they get the necklace um, from Mixie. And it's all because Mixie had to save Clark back in Smallville days, so... Because the Legion was dealing with the time travel, time trapper. The time trapper creates pocket universes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's always been so. The New Fifty Two. If they make it a pocket universe, I'll say, hey, yeah, go for it, baby. Because really, it was very unsuccessful. 
I don't care how much they scream and holler and all this kind of stuff. I don't, you know. Um, so here's the thing. Um, I want to say Alan Morrison. No, it's not Alan Morrison. <laughs> Combine the two of them. Yeah. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, uh, in his action uh, series, New 52. Yeah. How many times have we said this? He gave us so many outs, it's not even funny. He dealt with yeah. fifth dimensional characters. Okay. Clark still has one wish left for Mixie. Okay. So here's the other thing. In the, I think it was in the leaked, or no, it was in the previews. In the right. previews, somebody, no, somebody said it. I didn't get to see it in the previews, but somebody said that there's a mysterious Mr. Oz. Anybody who read Jeff John's Superman New 52 series before John Romita Jr. completely screwed it over. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, there John said his character, Mr. Oz, and he knew yep. Clark inside and out. He knew Superman was Clark. And at times we're like, is this Pa? But he was from another dimension. But he right. looked like the mm-hmm. grim, he looked like the Grim Reaper. But Yeah, he um, had a weird stick. He had a weird stick yeah. and he, he wore a hood. And yes. um uh but, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we never saw, so, saw his face. Um, but I do remember he gave New 52 Superman a blank book, so. Yes. And he told Clark he knew him, that he actually brought him somehow here. He, I don't know, created him or something like that. And I'm sitting there going, Hmm. okay. So this dude, and we know that that storyline dealt with different dimensions. And they yep. actually had up to five, a new five dimensions. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, bring Mr. Oz to fix everything. Well, then Jeff left the book. Right, yeah. Well, Jeff is bringing Mr. Oz back. <laughs> you know what? I said Jeff would come back and use Mr. Oz to fix something. <laughs> I said he can't. got to fix it, baby. I was like, he just can't create maybe his whole plan was to just create the possibility of dimension and Mr. Oz and he said after that I'll come and fix it when you completely screw Superman over um and yeah yeah I also read somewhere that Mr. Oz spoke to uh should should we go through the preview just just so quickly so people can just or should well no because I don't want to spoil everything. <laughs> True, that preview is very spoilerish. That preview yeah. is like I said, what? This is the best preview in the entire universe. Yeah, because um, so they keep talking. Okay, okay. One of the things that was brought out in the preview was something that we've been talking about for a long time. Do you want to take that up and talk about it? Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't want to get the quote wrong, so I will bring up the page. I saved it because I love this page so much. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know what, the preview, I'm just going to spoil it a little bit. It has, 
like everything everyone's ever missed. It's got Ollie and Diana. Uh, Diana. Diana. Um, and yeah, Diana. Woman. Yeah, and no, not Wonder Woman. Black Canary. Black Canary. There we go. And yeah, it yeah. says they it says they feel something um what they have lost. Right? And I'm All like right. I was, when I read that, I was like, huh, is Jeff going there? Is, is, Jeff, is Jeff, Jeff going there? And then the next page right after that is Lois and Clark, right? Lois and Clark talking about the death of Superman. New 52 Lose, Superman, yeah. New 52 Superman. Yeah, we have, okay, let me, let me spell this up. We have pre-flashpoint Lois and Clark with John um, <laughs> yeah. in a motel talking about the death of New 52 Superman, because it's all over the TV, uh, and they don't want John to watch it. And what I love about this page is, A, we get a pretty Lois Lane. B, um, Lois is the one instilling hope again. She's like, but you died, you know, and you came back. And I still have that hope. And I'm like, Lois, New 52 Superman doesn't deserve your hope. Um, but, but, yeah, anyway... But, but I think that we I think any Superman fan would say we want every Superman if he falls low at some point to be redeemed somehow. And you know Ooh. what? As much as we call him loser and everything, he's still a Superman. Not a good mm. one. But no, uh, if a good one. But if he's redeemed, then okay, fine. You know what? If New Fifty Two Superman is redeemed tomorrow, right? I would I would celebrate him and I would buy his book because the fact of the matter is he still wears the S and if he does the S, the, the House of L proud, so be it. Um, and so anyway, we get this, you know, touching little um, exchange between pre-Flashpoint Lois and Clark uh, and then we see somebody just calling him off panel. And then we go to uh, Aquaman and Mira. Now, anybody that knows Jeff Johns knows that he loves Aquaman and Mira, and he has made them his own. And so we have narration here, and it says, seeing everything, I realize it wasn't 10 years that was stolen from us. It was love. And I said, yes. Jeff Johns went there. Jeff Johns went there. I was like, hallelujah, praise Jeff Johns. Praise the, and I said, I, as soon as I read this page, right, we, we it ends off with Aquaman proposing to Mira. And as soon as I read that page, I was like, if he knows, if he knows that's the one thing that was missing from this universe, then he's got this entire 80 or 72 page story completely 100% right. If that's the thing in the preview that they show us that he knows is missing from this universe, I was like, Jeff Jones is coming. He is fixing this. This is the last comic book he's writing for who knows how long. He is fixing the DC universe. Don't dare Jim Lee and Dan Dio. Don't you dare screw this up. Back off. Uh, Back okay. off. Let there be love. <laughs> Let there be love and hope. Come on. That's what motivates these heroes. It's not darkness. It's not nutso stuff. It's love and hope that inspires these heroes. And so, you know, when, okay, 
And I keep going back to this, but I'm sorry. It was like a few days after we got the the Fomance announcement for JL12. And that DC Comics came out with that stupid poll, which you corrected, but they came out with a poll and they said the number (laughs) one couple was Superman and Wonder Woman. One, we haven't even seen stupid comic yet. Two, the rest of the people on that list weren't even together in the new 52. This was a year after it started. And there was no love. I mean, especially, okay, especially... Black Canary and Green Arrow. She wasn't even born yet. Mm-hmm. They hadn't even Her seen each other. Daddy was on Team Seven with with Steve Trevor. Ollie was off doing something. God knows what. But it's like <laughs> you know. And so uh, I had no interest in reading Green Arrow because the only time I like to read Green Arrow is when he's with Black Canary. Sorry, that's the way it works. But but to have Jeff acknowledge with Black Canary and Green Arrow that the thing that's missing is, you know, you know, they feel this thing that there's something missing and they're not, and they're not sure every time they're together, there's this thing between them. But when they're by themselves, they're sitting, there's something missing. There's something missing, Mm -hmm. which everybody who, you know, read the new 52 goes, there's stuff missing from this. And it's not good, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was, I'm just, I was very appreciative that he brought out the Black Canary, Green, uh, Green Arrow thing because there was no way in the New 52 that they, they could even meet. Right, yeah. He'd yeah. be in a freaking wheelchair yeah. by that time. You know, you know, I'm just looking at the, you mentioned that I corrected the, the superpower couples of yeah. the comics, right? I'm looking at this list because I have it on my, my favorite things. Right. Yeah. And I'm looking at this list. And I, I will tell you, one, one, one couple, one couple was actually, from the top ten, an actual couple in the New 52. Um, the, the list went as follows, right? I corrected it, and I'm going to give you the corrected list. <laughs> it one was so and number one. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, uh, number one, they had the Fomance, right? Number two was Aquaman and Mira. Number mm-hmm. three was Batman and Catwoman. Batman and Catwoman had a one-night stand. That was it. But that was not a that love relationship. That was a hookup. No. I mean, no, he could have yeah. picked up a walker and put her in a cat suit, you know, for all we know. True. I mean, that's, that's what uh, Catwoman was in her book. You know, she's swinging her bras around like, look, I got a purple one, I got a red one, I got a beige one. I, like, I didn't mind that book, but the thing about it is that they didn't show relationship. They showed no. a hookup. There was nothing uh-huh. after that about it. There was nothing about, you know, I really like her or I really like him. Nothing like that. There was no relationship established. And that was the problem with the New 52. There was no relationship. Except for Aquaman and Mira. And then after Jeff yeah. left the book, they went, oh, no, they're not married. Yeah, after Jeff left the book, they actually wanted to break them up. And then Jeff came back, and he was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare go that route. And they were like, oh, okay. Do serious about Okay, so read the rest of the list. Okay, so number four was Apollo and Midnighter. Um, 
Apollo and Midnight are only met in the Grayson comic, which came out now. Uh, uh, number five was Green Lantern and Starfire. Let me tell you something about Green Lantern and Starfire. They were at odds from book number one. She was like, right. Hell, Jordan, I do not love you because um, you're too busy off saving the universe. Number six, Mr. Miracle and Big Bada. Tell me, Holly, when did they show up? Uh, that would be Future's End, but then John's actually have them together saying they love each other in his Dark Side War, which just happened. Dark Side War only happened months. now. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I'm sorry. Did I miss Never these issues? Never happened. No. Uh, then That's they had... why he was savage. Yeah. He didn't have Hawkgirl. He had no Hawkgirl. Anyway. Number eight was the Joker and Harley Quinn. If you put these two on a top ten couples list, right? Sicko. It's the worst relationship in the history of history because it is abusive. So what you are encouraging here is an abusive relationship. I mean, he yeah. literally throws her out a window. The first time they meet, he throws her out of a window and into a vat of chemicals. I'm sorry, that's so romantic. Holly, don't you want to be thrown out a window? No. <laughs> uh, number nine. Number nine is Green Arrow and Black Canary. Never happened. <laughs> Never happened. And number ten is Lassie's and his power battery. Oh, I wow, mean, man. Seriously? Seriously? Laffy's yeah. and his power battery. Notice the one couple that remained married in the New 52 isn't on that list. Um, Animal Man. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. The one and married what, couple in the New 52. Yeah. And why was he the only married couple in the New 52? Uh, because, uh, uh, who was it? Who was on the book? Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. There we go. Grant Morrison, uh, he probably threatened somebody. Well, so. he did say that at the beginning of the New 52, he hoped that they didn't mess with Animal Man's marriage. Mm-hmm. And knowing, knowing Grant, he said, you're not messing with that. I will walk away from the book. Right, and they still Action. needed him to do multiversity. Yes. They still needed him to do um His Wonder Woman. Coming. Wonder Woman that yeah. he was doing for three years. Yeah. Yeah, which wasn't that good, actually. Sorry, Grant. No. Oh, I read it, and I was like, what is this? What? My God. Why does she have Steve Trevor in a leash? Why is she groping Steve Trevor? <laughs> So, yeah, so that was that was the DC Entertainment's New 52 idea of love. Mm-hmm. Non-existent. <laughs> Non-existent. And it remains so. I mean, they tried to yeah. force, force the foment down our throats, but there was no real love relationship. I mean, it was the battling Bickersons the whole time, and it's like, Clark would do something. Why did he do that? 
Mm-hmm. Is it because you're an yeah. alien? Is it because you're mm-hmm. that Clark Kent? Uh. Why do you need Clark Kent? Is Clark Kent important to you? Like, she just asked oh, him Oh, I want to be a reporter so I can be by your side 24-7. Clark's like, oh, God, no. Oh, please, no, God. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to start Clark wearing Kent. purple because I know you like purple, but not on you. Just don't love us. <laughs> Clark Kent is literally killing himself to get away from her. Yeah, he's <laughs> dying. He's like, get me out of this book. So, um, what was the other thing that kind of struck me? So, Mixie, I don't think Mixie would ever take a universe 10 years out time out of 10 years out of the universe. He, he don't play that. You know, that's not his thing. But Time Trapper, he would do that. And apparently Pandora dies. Oh, did we ever care about Pandora? I thought she already died. You know, I'm I so thought confused. She did. I'm so confused. I'm reading these spoilers, right? Pandora's dead. Pandora, the 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 symbol of the New Fifty Two is dead. You're supposed to be the like, guardian of the universe. She did jack squat. She did I jack squat. Have... She did, she did bugger all. Okay, she didn't even do jack squat. She did bugger all, right? <laughs> I yeah. I, I, I hope followed. I hope Kansas came and just sliced her up. I just don't care anymore. I'm just like, but uh, apparently, oh, Pandora died now. Pandora originally had the Time Trapper's cloak. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> Now, I think I like, she okay. did transform into a god, didn't she? She had, like, white wings and gold on and stuff at one point. I think that was I, in her book. You, you know, I feel so cheated by this because I right. followed that Pandora storyline to the end. I said, Pandora will save us. I was looking for anybody to save us at this point, right? <laughs> yes. And we were, and we were like... And this was only like two years into the new 52 at this point. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Pandora will save us. I was looking for... And Booster Gold will save us. Boost, I mean, where is Booster Gold? Where is Booster? Um, you know, and I'm like, I followed that book. I read the, 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 the Trinity Sun book, right? The the Trinity of the Sins. Um, oh, yeah. Phantom Stranger. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Spectre and and Pandora, yeah. right? right? I read that book. I read Pandora. I read everything connected to this character and I feel so cheated. They just kill her. I'm like, you know, I'm still waiting for her to come save us. I'm like, anybody, anybody, please, you know. Hey, um, you know who I'm counting on? Mixie? <laughs> Superman. Well, besides Mixie, okay. there's somebody else that will help us. Is Susie. Superman. No, Susie. True. Where, where did Susie disappear? I'm still waiting for anybody. I'm not talking about New 52, Sue. I'm talking about Lois's need. Yeah, same one in Action Comics. Yes. When, yeah. she, when she was dying, she, she, saved, yeah. uh, her. Yeah, she saves Lois, right? Yeah, and, and she wore the green all the time, like Kismet, the child. Right, right, you know, and I'm like, I remember what Pandora, Pandora went through the seven sons, right, and she apparently attained godlike structure, she was, the, 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 she could do 
anything. Right? She she could time travel. She could walk time. She could change time. She could do anything. So I was like, right, we're ready to go. We've transformed Pandora. And then she disappears. And I'm like, yeah. Huh? Where did <laughs> you know, that whole? Then that whole Trinity War came out, the whole Forever Evil, Dark Side War, I'm still waiting. Pandora's going to show up with her godlike powers, and she's going to say, this world is corrupted. I shall change everything. And I'm, now I'm like, she's dead. She just croaks. That's it. <laughs> it okay. But, okay, but here's, here's the thing. Okay. So even, you know... She's not. She's obviously fallible because she, you know, she's got problems like the rest. Okay, in what mythology was there a goddess of love? Greek mythology, Roman mythology, Indian mythology, right. okay. every and mythology. Who predominant character supposedly of the DCU? Wonder Woman, right? Did Wonder they Woman, ever, yeah. She, she, did they yeah, ever she, show Aphrodite ever? No, Aphrodite is dead in in oh. um Brian Azzarello's run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Love is dead in the New Fifty Two. Yep, yep. Uh, they killed Aphrodite and they killed um the goddess of fertility. Uh, I think of course she, they the, did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking uh, Nixie could save Superman. Now, if, okay, I mean, you know, the other things that happen could be explained by Dr. Manhattan, but it's always Superman when it comes to any kind of crisis or whatever. <laughs> It always comes down to Superman. And I'm thinking that that's why Mixie or this fifth dimensional character of of Dr. Oz, (laughs) Mr. Oz. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. I wrote a story called Redemption. I believe it's called Redemption. Um, And it was about Clark's redemption from the the craptastic Lana Fest. And... Um, in it, I had the supernatural guy show up. But I also, since it takes place in Kansas, I also brought in the Wizard of Oz. And, uh, naturally. Yes. And um, their, um, their Oz was uh, Judge Osborne, who, um, oh. who um, got Clark's um, marriage annulled. And so to not to Blana. And but anyway, so Mr. Oz could be a Kansas reference. That's why when he said certain things I'm like, is this Pa? Is this mm-hmm. Jonathan Kent? Mm-hmm. And Good. right. And so the other thing is some people were speculating and I and I can agree with that that in the previews they tell they say there's a point where they tell the pre flashpoint Superman who thinks that he came here after convergence uh, at the beginning of the new 52, you know, 10 years ago uh, that he's not 
what he thinks he is, and neither is loser. So some people are thinking that pre-Flashpoint Superman and Lois are actually the future New 52 Superman and Lois because they had a child. Yes, who was named John. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, which kind of got dumped because they had, you know, Harvest stealing, but he was still alive and they messed him up up, and then they created Khan and all this stuff. But then, uh, so that's possible, but you have to have a being that plays with time and space. Mm -hmm. And so then who is new 52? So new 52, you know, if you got both of them back, I mean, this would never work on Dr. Who, right? But <laughs> the, world, the world would implode. Um, the but, world would implode in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch the baby. Okay. And I still love that line. That's the best line. Don't touch the baby. Because Rose was going to touch her infant self. <laughs> I yeah. know, yes. And yeah, but basically do not disrupt the time continuum. Continuum, and yes. Then- for them meeting, you know, it's like Doctor Who would be having a foot right about now because already Well, shortly oh. after, it was shortly after that Doctor Who. That was Christopher Elkelson, by the way. Shortly after that episode played, I don't know, within a year, they had a Smallville episode where Clark actually picks up his infant self, and I'm like, "Don't touch the baby! Don't touch the baby!" Clark, you're going to blow the universe. But it didn't happen. He still touched himself. and Well, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> the universe is a bit more lenient with, with the whole Apparently thing. so. Even though they and do have something. They do have the Doctor Who franchise. Warner Brothers does, I believe. But they did Aren't a crossover, they? I think. I think yeah, they have the Doctor Who... Um, don't they have the the Lego game? In the Lego game, there's Doctor Who characters. I think. Yeah, but Le- but Lego owns everything. I mean, in that in that well, Lego game, they have in the Lego game well, they, they have. They don't have Marvel guys. The the, no, it's not okay. It's what's the name? Is it Dimensions? DC Dimensions? Yes. Whatever. Yeah, there's it's that game. Lego, it's Lego Dimensions. They've got. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, um, basically the Warner Brothers franchise. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> a nerd is coming out here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, we're, you know, the, I like the things I'm hearing in Rebirth. I, and it's already got my imagination going, okay, so how could they do that? If they did this and this and this, oh, that would work. But then I always do that. I started to do that at the beginning of the new 52 thinking, Oh, well, they're just going to do this, this and this. And they never did it because they're freaking lazy. I want to do a splash paint. Um, the hell with plot and characterization. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. I still remember, I still remember that poll they gave us. Do you want action or do you want heartfelt stories? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <both>? Or, <laughs> or relationships. I'm like, can we have both? I mean, you know, they're going to kill you to do both? I mean, so, and you know, it's possible. Yeah. Look at Batman v Superman. They did both. They did relationships. They did 
mushy stuff. They did hardcore action. They did everything. Right. If you work hard, you can do it, DC, if you work hard. Well, I, but, I, oh, I, can you imagine how many pages Jim Lee would have to join his bathroom then? I'm tired of that guy already. Somebody so made up of Jim Lee. Well, because they had Dr. Manhattan creating a universe, someone put put Dan DiDio's head on Dr. Manhattan <laughs> and, a, and another head on his other head. And, and, yeah, and, yeah, they put the so, DC. Oh, wait, we forgot to talk about the DC logo, Holly. Oh, no, it only came out this this week on Wednesday. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, yes, <Did> yes. <laughs> no, because I told no, 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 because I told my kid, my kid, I told them what my kid said. When the logo only last came week. out this week? No, it came out last week, didn't it? Go and check the timeline, Holly. Go and check okay. the timeline. Well, anyway, it's very plain. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Oh, yes. Jim Lee came out and said, okay. Okay, wait wait a minute. Hold on. Let me finish this one thought. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, let me finish this one thought. Um, so, Rebirth is coming out this Wednesday. We're supposed to read Lois and Clark's uh, last issue, uh, number eight, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, the, the reading Fist, order. Justice League okay. 50 and Dark Side War and then Rebirth, right? No, one more. The reading order is Justice League, Lois, um, Lois and Clark, and mm-hmm. then we have Superman 52. And oh, then right. you're supposed to read, and then you're supposed to read uh, Rebirth. Uh, and they also told you to brush up on Flashpoint, but I'm not doing that because I know what happened in Flashpoint. Yeah, it wasn't Barry's fault. Okay, so um, we're going to be reading a lot on Wednesday. Now, going back lots, to lots, lots. DC changed their logo again. Again, um, <laughs> my son says, "Oh, well, at least it's better than the condom one." <laughs> I go, yeah, but that's not saying much. Well, it looks like it looks like a collegiate emblem because this company. Okay, you know how we always talk about forever evil and DC is just evil and all that kind of stuff. They get this company called Pentagram to do their new symbol. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, why is Holly typing me Pentagram, Pentagram, Pentagram? I'm like. Holly, stop invoking the spirit in our timeline, please. What is she even talking about? I wasn't. I'm just stating a fact. Pentagram is the name of the company that redesigned. Right. And I was, like, so weirded out. I was, like, like, should I type this? Who's Pentagram, you know? And, (laughs) and, yeah, then I found out they're they're an American company who does logos and stuff. And I was, like, oh, okay. (laughs) And it it looks like a collegiate emblem because they actually did the Big Ten uh, emblem, and it looks very much like that. Did they use the same font? I don't know. It's just two plain letters with a circle around it. And I love what Dan Jurgen said about it. He says, if you just turn it 
15 degrees to the left, I'd like it better. Meaning that's yeah. what the, that's what the bullet had. It was 15 the DC was 15 degrees to the left. So yeah. Yeah, I I like it a whole lot more than Holly because I, I just thought they wasted a whole lot of money on something that plain. True, right? We discussed it. We were like, if Jim Lee designed it, it took him 50 years to design it. If it was Scott Snyder's son who designed it, because he loves drawing, um, <laughs> it would have been free, right? Right. Um, the reason why, I, it, it's very plain, it, yes. Uh, it's very easy to Photoshop over your favorite photo. Um, and people have been doing that. Uh, but the reason why I like it is because I despised the the peel away logo. That's what it's called. Um, uh, because oh. I called when it, it the same cap logo. <laughs> <laughs> when when it came called out, the right? condom logo. Yeah, the condom, the condom logo. It's it's called the peel away logo. Um, yeah, whatever. When when it came out, right? I went I back like and it. I checked the press release for it. Yeah, <clears throat> but, but when it came out, I remember I immediately despised it, and because of what they said, they're peeling away the old to reveal the new, and I was like, yeah. "Oh crap! The new Fifty Two is gonna be this whole, you know, they're gonna forget everything from the past, and they're gonna redo some shit, and they're gonna mess st- stuff up." And I was like, "So right." Um, but yeah, I like it because. It is reminiscent of my favorite logo, which is the bullet logo, because right. everything great that has ever happened in DC Comics history, for me personally, happened under the bullet logo. Um, Holly's washing something. Sounds like she's washing something right here. No, actually, I'm um, sorry. I had to lay the phone <laughs> down to hook up the dog so he can go out and pee. Okay. <laughs> Or take the dog out. Listen, I I do the same thing. I take the the dog will be like running around here, and I'll be like, wait, wait, I'm talking to Holly, and he's like looking at me like who? <laughs> anyway, I like it a whole lot more because apparently it is Jack Kirby font. I think they're making that up. Um, I think they're making that up. I think they're making that up. But just the fact that they remember Jack Kirby, I'm like, okay, cool, cool, dudes, you know. And the whole thing that they released underneath it is the old, but remembering the new, and it's invoking the entire history of DC Comics. And if that's the direction that they are now going in, they're not peeling away the old to reveal the new. You know, they're they're embracing their past, their present, their future. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. Um, Yes, Jim Lee, I sent Holly this. <laughs> Jim Lee sent all the nooks and crannies are reminiscent of the Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman logos. And I'm looking at this thing. Please, everybody, when you are listening to this, pause us, bring up DC's new logo, look at it, and tell me, do you see Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman in this thing? Because everybody's like... How high are you, Jim Lee? You know, lay off the cocaine, Jim. Where, where? Uh, He's doing something. 
higher than cocaine. Cocaine does not make you trip this much. Quit snorting the kryptonite, man. (laughs) He's he's not in that white kryptonite, I tell you. It's like, how high do you have to be to see that? (laughs) What? Because I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, have you ever seen the Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman logo? Because it don't fit. It's like, you know, you know when you're a kid and they give you that round ball and you have all those uh, shapes and you have to match and put them in, right? Right. And it's like trying to put a triangle through a square and it's not fitting, you know? Worse, it's like trying to put a circle through a square and it's like not fitting it. You're like, uh, what are you talking about? So, yeah. I mean, it was complete and utter bullshit. I'm sitting there going, why did they even talk to him about this? I'm so creative. I see the Superman S and the Batman bat wings and, and the Wonder Woman emblem in the DC new uh, uh, logo. And I'm like, you're fucking <laughs> high, dude. <laughs> you should see his comments. Everybody was like, where? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, someone what actually, actually did tell him, have you ever seen the Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman emblems in your life because you're completely nuts? So, yeah. Yeah, Jim Lee. Stay away from, stay away from it, Jim Lee. Stay away. Just say no, Jim. Just say no. Don't do drugs. <laughs> And especially don't talk to anybody after you've done drugs. Oh, don't post something on your Instagram after you've done your drugs. <laughs> it's there forever now. <laughs> you can't take it away. I'm sitting there going, is he just trying to get in on this bandwagon or what? I think he is because it was so late after the DC... um main page released the logo and he was like, I see the Superman, the Batman and Wonder Woman logo in this. I'm like, okay, Jimmy, you just want to be popular now? I don't know. Yeah. He's on some kind of trip, but I'm not sure what. I hope it's a trip that takes him very far away from us. Well, that probably won't happen, but... But anyway. anyway. (laughs) anyway, um, Did we miss well, I know we, because I don't, I mean, I've only seen bits and pieces of the, I saw the preview pages, and I saw, you know, some of the things that people said. And then Jeff came out and said, don't, don't read any spoilers. And then DJ comes like, out with pages, and I'm like, Jeff, they came out with pages. Jeff, Jeff came out so quickly. I think he was just going to sleep because the man doesn't sleep. And then he gets, like, someone calls him and says, Jeff, Jeff, the, the, the spoiler's out. And he's like, oh, no. And he goes out and he's like, don't read them. Don't read them. Wait till Wednesday or Tuesday midnight for digital. So poor yeah. Jeff John. And then poor DC Jeff. releases pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then DC goes and gives them official previews. And Jeff John just yeah. they're like, why do I even bother? <laughs> It's like, yeah, they screwed me over again. They want me to fix we got, stuff, but you um, We got Superman, Lois, and Clark number eight previews. 
Um, nothing much spoilerish there. Um, I do love the cover that Lee Weeks drew. Uh, very, very good cover. Very, very um, legacy heavy in the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I absolutely adore. Uh, and it's just basically uh, Lois and John talking to each other because John now knows that his daddy, Superman. Right. And a I different just, Superman, think, but yeah. Yeah, a different Superman. I just love the one line Lois uh, says to John. You know, she's explaining to him. He says, do you ever get scared when when dad goes out and stuff? And she's like, it's not much different from a fireman or, a, you know, a, the spouse of a, of a fire worker or, a, you know, medical person or whoever. And But I love the one line that she actually tells him. She says, um, far more than his powers that define him, integrity, honor, doing the right thing, that's what Superman truly stands for. Yep. And... I was just like, bring on this book. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the other thing that's in Lois and Clark is the Oblivion Stone. Hello, Oblivion. Yeah, yeah, the Oblivion Stone. <laughs> just annihilate the New 52. Obliviate it. <laughs> right. Let's all pretend it didn't happen even though you put us through five years of torture. And we're not going to forget gonna pretend that. it didn't happen. I'm gonna yeah, but happen. anytime Jim Lee opens his mouth, I'm just going to growl at him. Shut up. Just don't listen. Like, Jim, you had your moment. You know, anytime a four-mancer comes at me now, I tell them, you had your 30 comics, you tried, you failed, keep quiet, sit down. Yeah, this idea never works. So, yeah. um... So, did we get Superman 52 preview yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he and Super Flare are fighting, and Super Flare's like, I know how you feel. I know that, you know, I know oh, yeah. Ma and Pa, the most important people in your life. I know about Jimmy, and I know about Lois, and I know about Perry. And I know about Diana and how you feel about Diana. And punching, 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 you're 52 men. And he says, I know how you wanted to be with her, how you wanted to marry her. And I'm like, oh, no, my no, no. God. He, he, no. he, said it, he said it in the first person. He did not say, but put it on loser. He said, I oh, want to marry. I, yeah, yes. I want to yeah. marry Diana. And then Loser <laughs> says to him, dude, you're just seeing echoes of, you know, you know, and bits and pieces. It doesn't necessarily True. mean that Loser feels that way now. Yeah, and I was like, uh, Solo Flare, if, if you want to marry Ti- uh, Tiara, go ahead. Yeah, go for you, it, buddy. And you, you and her are crazy. Y'all go be cray-cray in the corner there. <laughs> yeah. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> and, you know, he's powerful, so she'll like that. <laughs> so the so we have Justice League 50 on Wednesday that we start with. Then Lois and Clark 8, which is their last issue. 
That's written by yes. Dan Jurgens, who's going to be writing action in June. Yes. Uh, twice a month. Twice a month. Um, yeah. Pull out the money. <laughs> yeah. And then, but they're two ninety nine, so it's six dollars yes. a month. It, it doesn't work out that expensive for me because it's split over the the beginning of the month and the end of the month. So I'm like, right. I'm cool. I've sorted my finances out. I will afford action. Yay! Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Superman 52, which you know I assume he dies in because the last book we're supposed to read is Rebirth. Yes. Mhm. So. I don't know. If they give Loser an epiphany, like, Lois, you were always the one, and I, I'm so stupid. And I would like, you know, yeah, baby. That's the way to do it. If, if they put that on panel, and that is the last book of canon, right, because we don't have a Foeman's book after this. We don't have a Batman right. Superman book after this, right? We don't right. have a New 52 canon after this. Right. They put, if Peter Tomasi, please, God, if Peter Tomasi puts in there, Superman, you know, he doesn't even have to say, you know, that that he, he like, was whatever, you know. He doesn't have to say anything to drag down Diana. I don't want that, right? I don't want him dragging down one person to lift the other up because I'm not a person. No, but if he looks at Lois and says, it was always you, Lois. If he says to Lois, I made a mistake. I was wrong. It was always you. Yeah. I, I'll buy that book and I'll frame it. I'll frame that yeah. picture. I'll be like... Yeah, yeah because I, I definitely think they're going to resurrect New 52. Mm-hmm. And if the question is, will they redeem him? And will the redemption start at his death? Yeah. Because Listen, I don't it, see it, him, we haven't had that moment, okay, because Lois uh, in the Rebirth book compares um, you know, her clerk dying by the hands of Doomsday and this this New 52 guy dying. She compares those two. Now, if you remember in uh, back in 96 when, sorry, 93, when 93. Superman was yeah ninety three when um, Superman was killed by Doomsday, that hello, hmm, am I still connected? Uh, I think we lost Holly there. Um. Okay, so just continue. I think I can trace where she was going with that. Um, you know, in back in 1993, in Superman 75, when Superman died, um, before he died, he professed to, to Lois or proclaimed to Lois that, you know, he'll always love her. And that's his redeeming qualities, that he always has love there. Uh, New 52 doesn't so if they're going to do that you know if if they're truly going to honor the original death of superman with the storyline the final days of superman because 
if everybody can notice, there's a lot of similarities, a lot of parallels that you can draw between the two. Uh, you know, there's Superman dying. There's the reign of the Superman, or Superman where you have, you know, Lois taking his powers. You have uh, the Chinese Superman who takes his powers. Um, and, yeah, if if, if they're truly going to honor that, then they have to bring back the return of Superman with his redemption. Uh, the only way to redeem New 52 Superman is to have him repent for everything bad that he's done. In You know, he's not a bad guy, but all the wrongs that the writers have written to... Yeah, so they have to right the wrongs of the writers um, with what they've done with New 52 Superman. One of those being the formats. So, you know, we keep saying this, and I don't think I'm overreacting when I say this. The formats is the one thing that killed New 52 Superman. Um, hi. Hi, Holly. <laughs> I lost my internet connection. I'm calling on analog, so we'll see how this works. Okay. All right. You sound a lot clearer, though. Oh, I will say good. that. That's good. Yeah, you, uh, is the 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 other call was a bit iffy. This one is like a lot sharper. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe I'll just call in on my landline then, because I got a landline. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yay! Than, yeah. <laughs> so, um, the uh, the I think the point I was going to make was okay. So you know we got that spreadsheet where he confessed his undying love, and part of his resurrection was Lois recognizing him. As Clark, mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. you know he loved her and everything, so we have never gotten. You know he's been dying this whole time, and him, Diana, he's never said, "I love you forever, Diana." Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. No, he's never said it'll always be you. I'll always love you. Right. You know when she asks, she point blank asks him. Right. He doesn't say anything. Nope. So, so, you know, maybe they're going to go that route. You know, I'm not expecting it, but it would be good if they're going to resurrect him and redeem him, then that would be good. So what would happen would be he, you know, he may say something like, I made a mistake or, you know, it was always you, Lois, or the last word he says, Lois, would put him in the hall of every incarnation of Superman. <laughs> you know, his <laughs> dying word is Lois. Okay? Right. So, yeah. So I mean, when they think- do re- resurrect him, which they're hinting mm-hmm. at now, when they do resurrect him, Lois will be the key. Lois will be the yeah. one to unlock that uh, because mm-hmm. he he you know his his undying love because you know he dies but his his love doesn't die mhm will resurrect him and and possibly redeem him right and i you know i think you'll completely agree with what i'm just about to say now mhm the one connecting universal multiversal factor in dc comics is especially when it comes to a crisis you know, right. we always go back to it. It's it's on Lois and Clark, and even yep. here they say you know the most important book you have to read before going into rebirth is Superman, Lois and Clark, and Superman Fifty Two. Why? You know, it's because always it about always, them. 
That's why. It's always about them. And, you know, if, and the one universal connector is their love. Their love transcends everything else. It's the one thread that keeps the universe together. And I believe that's why the New 52 failed so miserably because it didn't have that connecting thread. I mean, you think of infinite, infinite crisis, right? Right. Um, where they bring back the golden age, Cal L with an L. Um, his last breath when he died was Lois, and you see the yep. picture of them in the stars, you know. Right. Um, and that's a universal connector because every, you know, even in. I think it was Thy Kingdom Come. Lois Lane tells the Kingdom Come Superman. She says the burden of of all Superman rests on the shoulders of all Lois Lanes. So, um, you know that is their connection. And mm-hmm. if they redeem him, because I highly doubt there's going to be Fomans in Rebirth, because Greg Rucker is writing Wonder Woman. Right. There's not going to be right. any. No, there's going to be Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman. And he's already like he's al- he's already like Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor's going to be the main man, you know. And I said I sent a tweet out to him and Liam Sharp, who's doing the art, and I said right. I'm so ready for Steve Trevor, and they both saved it. So here's hoping. Steve. Yeah. Okay. My hero, Steve. Please redeem him. So (laughs) okay, and the other book that Wonder Woman shows up in is Trinity, and that's not till later this year. Right, right, and but those are not till later. And one is written by Brian Hitch, who has no romance in his Justice League of America. Right, right. He has he has Clark and Lois in the first issue. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, they're in the Daily Planet office, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're in the Daily Plan office, and they're, like, flirting away, and Lois is, like, sitting on his desk, and, you know, she got the short skirt on, and she's, like, just leaning in, and, like, yeah, anyway. um, I don't think that's going to be in Rebirth, right? Right. So what, what is going to be in Rebirth? We, knew, we know New 52 Lois is going to be coming back in some sort of way, mm-hmm. right? Right. We know, we suppose New 52... Superman is going to be coming back for his redemption, mm-hmm. right? I was saying while while you disconnected, if they're going to honor the death of Superman from ni- from the 1990s, they have to do the death, the 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 reign and the return. And in order to do the return, right, you have to give him something to redeem himself. Lois is the only thing he can use to redeem himself. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, so if they go that route and they completely erase the whole sort of debacle with the formants, I will forgive. I won't forget, but I, I, it is in me as a Superman fan to forgive, to give you a second chance. So, yeah. <laughs> so, and it, it'll still work with if pre what we call pre uh flashpoint Clark and Lois and John are actually the future new 52 peeps that still works because it would be 
It would be intelligent beyond anything. Yeah, and they return to their time and they could still have their own book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing Um, is that while he's dying, maybe New 52 gets a glimmer of what he missed. I mean, if Black Canary and Green Green Arrow are doing it just because they're in bed separately, there's something maybe (laughs) as powerful as a Superman is, what if he gets, what if Mr. Oz whispers in his ear? Right. Says Mm -hmm. blah, 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 and then he died. Mm -hmm. You know, realizing that whatever happened he, he's he's in the know. Superman's usually in the mm-hmm. know somehow, and right. so to have New Fifty Two die with that knowledge, um, and then then, then you know he's going to be resurrected and probably mm-hmm. redeemed. So the other thing was Batman finds out there's three Jokers. Yeah, I'm so thrilled about that. Yeah, that's what the world needs for Jokers. My joy is. Over the moon, Holly. Can you tell how excited I am? <laughs> it looks like the new um, the new 52 Joker, of course. The mm-hmm. 1966 Joker and no. the Killer Joker. Killing can Joker. I can I tell you can I tell you which Jokers they are? <laughs> okay. It's the original Joker from uh, Detective Comics uh, 20, that showed up with Batman. Yeah, 27. Yeah, the the whole Red Hood uh, revealed to well, be Joker. Well, he showed up. No, I'm sorry. He showed up in Batman number one, the very first one. He showed up in Batman number one. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, Catwoman shows up in Detective Comics 1940. No. Sorry. Her and no. Joker show up in the same exact issue, Batman number one. Was it? Okay, all yeah. right. That's a Bill Finger thing. Okay. Anyway. Uh, it's that Joker, the Golden Age Joker, okay. for lack of better interpretation, the Golden Age Joker. Okay. Um, it's the Killing Joke Joker because we right. all need him. I don't know what he's the worst. He's the worst Joker. Um, and I thought at the end of you know Alan Moore is gonna be spitting swear words at somebody because they're ruining so just his. Just put a comments. curse on him. Watchmen, don't worry about it. Watchmen. And oh, he's gonna put a curse in. Uh, he's a warlock. And, and <laughs> no, seriously. Watchman. I know. I know. I know. He. He. I. I watched. Um. I watched the, the origins of DC Comics as well. Don't worry. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Watchman and the Killing Joke completely ruined their endings, right? Because in the Killing Joke, it's not seen. But Batman kills the Joker, right? Because you you hear a, there's a, a sound panel thing where he's laughing, 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 and then you get a click, and there's no sound. So Batman and Batman has his hands on the Joker's shoulders, right? And they're both laughing, laughing, laughing. Then there's a click, and no sound. So right. Batman kills the Joker. He breaks his neck. Yeah. Um, and the new 52 Joker, who's apparently immortal. Oh, uh, that's right, the Lazarus Pit and all that bullshit. But, yeah, he, he apparently soaked in the Lazarus Pit, 
You know, he took a hot bath and he's now immortal. Because we all need that. You know, we all need... Yeah, we all need an immortal joker. We all need an immortal joker. Right. Oh, my God. So, apparently, when the Mobius chair granted Batman an answer, and he said, what's the Joker's real name? What he Mm -hmm. said to him, told him was, there's three Jokers. Do they all have the same name, though? I mean, comics. He's like, well, the Mobius, I can just imagine Mobius chair, ping, ping, ping. Well, you see, there's three universes. (laughs) And from these three universes stems three Jokers, and Batman's like, that's impossible. (laughs) Right, so there, Batsy. Well, it can't be possible for the new 52 Batman because Flash gave him a letter from his father. Right. But that letter's never been been addressed ever in the new 52. It's like it disappeared. Well, I think it's going to be one of those things that Bats is going to like, I'm going to read that letter again. Gee. What's the science behind Gee. it? Gee, what's this piece of paper? Oh, yeah, from my daddy. <laughs> oh, and, okay, here's another spoiler for y'all, which I don't really care about, but okay. The baby in, in uh, what baby? In Justice League. Oh, the baby. <laughs> that baby. <laughs> yeah, the one took two years to create. The pachyderm. <laughs> yeah, the pachyderm is actually dark side. Oh, my God. Seriously? That's what somebody said. That's so stupid. I know. Wait, hold on. If Darkseid only died... Never mind. Um, You know what? I'm not... Uh, I just don't... I don't know if the spirit of Darkseid went inside... Well, doesn't Grail have the anti-life equation? Yes. But yet... Never. But yet, Superwoman finally gives birth to her baby. Uh-huh. And it's dark side. Okay. So Steve Trevor is the anti-life equation? Yes. Uh, she The anti-life equation has to be put within a living vessel. Ah. And, and so Grail didn't want to put it in herself, right? So that's why she puts it into Steve Trevor. Well, obviously he survived somehow. <laughs> obviously in the Wonder Steve Woman Trevor... Book. Steve Trevor is more of a hero than we know. Yeah. He survives. And hopefully he gets some, he gets like a, a shining moment in the next Justice League. And, you know, for for taking his moments of glory away from him in Forever Evil. Right. I hope that he gets some sort of, and he punches Batman in the face. So, okay, so what if... Okay, does anybody know, Barry obviously didn't know that, so how do people know that 10 years has been robbed from them? I mean, was it Barry who said that? Um, Let me check quickly. No, it's Wally, because Wally's been running around and around trapped in the speed force. Okay. And he's been watching all this. Oh, so he tells Barry. Oh, that's right, because he comes to inform them that 10 years have yeah. been stolen from them. Yeah. And that's yeah. the other reason. If Clark and Lois and John are from the future, 
somebody mm-hmm. had to rip them out of the future and put them just before the new 52 started. Uh-huh. Some being, some being that works beyond time and space. Mm-hmm. Be well, if you listen, you or, see now, that's where, you see, that's where I get very confused now as to how they sh- they can be future versions of, uh, that's where, you know, my brain sort of like knocking and saying, mm, doesn't add up because Telos took them from 352 under the dome and gave them a warp hole to go and create, um, to go and save the universe and to go and make their lives anew. Because in that in that warp hole was Parallax. Parallax is also on uh, New 52 Earth. He's just hiding, right? Right. And then you have Lois and Clark and John. And um, there's somebody else. I don't know who. The Flash, I think. And Supergirl. The Flash and Supergirl go to save because they had to die. In right, and to, to Crisis on Earth. To replicate Crisis on Infinite Earth so that everything would remain the same and everything would happen as it happened. So, yeah, you see, that's where I'm like, well, if Telos, a being of time and space and all that, took Lois and Clark and put them in the New 52 world at the beginning, right, how do they sort of, and if and if Superman, the Superman pre-Flashpoint Superman is supposedly from the future New 52, why was he wearing underoos when he saw the Justice League for the first time? You know, wouldn't he wear, because the, the Superman that we saw with John in the future when he has his baby with Lois Lane has his bio suit on, so. Right. I don't know, we'll see. But, you we'll know, see. that stuff can change because um, because the Flash is back. Because Wally's back. Right. And Lobdell wrote that. <laughs> and Lobdell wrote yeah. that, true. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. But it's still, like, in order for another Superman to show up at the beginning of the pre-52, it's got to be somebody beyond Tellus because Tellus, well, they were creating right, new characters right and left anyway, but mm, it seemed to me that back. Jeff would want it to be back in the family, so to speak, and it would be mixing yeah. because of something the Time Trapper had done or, you know, which would make more sense to people. I mean, Mixie mm-hmm. has been around since Superman 30, yeah. version 1, volume 1. Volume one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I would go as far as to say Jeff Johns's Mister Oz, right, is his version of Mixie, right, or like his like his homage to Mixie because we we said you know from the beginning is this guy with the stick Mixie, yeah, right, and then they gave him the weird name Mister Oz and we're like. Did Mixie watch, you know, The Wizard of Oz one too many times? And he's like, hey, Superman's from Kansas? I'll just I'll just parade around as a guy in the hood. Mixie probably gave Frank Baum the idea. Probably. Probably. 
and and you know he's like but you would you, you know Mixie would do something like that he would be he would make it fun right and he'd be like I'm Mr Oz and Sumer's like you sure you, you Mixie he's like no I'm Mr Oz I don't know what you're talking and about I don't know what you're talking about and you know especially pre Flashpoint Sumer he'd be like Mixie I know you okay get, get out of the get up and but. I can't see Mr. Oz being uh, Jeff Johns's homage to Mixie. Maybe he can't use Mixie. Who knows? Well, maybe he can use him now. So maybe he can use him now. Yeah. True. So anyway. But yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about Bowman's number twenty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> the last it's issue. It's not that bad, people. Yes, they didn't even make it to what three years. <laughs> <laughs> we so mean. Not even we two so and a mean. half years. <laughs> we we gonna throw shade at the foemans. There you go. This whole issue. So we, so we're back with so solar flare soups in Salinas, California. Uh, Pre fifty two flash flashpoint Superman took his wife and child out of danger along with the pets. Mm-hmm. Who they dropped along the way because they did not cheer anymore. I was like, Jorge, where's, where's Ranger? <laughs> where's Ranger and the unknown cat? Maybe they couldn't find a ho- hotel that took pets. I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, and Clark, he found <laughs> a safe place for them, too. So anyway, Solar Flare is saying, this turns out impressive. Turn out impressive. I can't wait to be part of the Justice League. Who asked it? And so, Loser says, nobody invited you. <laughs> and then Tierra says, we're here to stop you from impersonating Superman and hurting more people. Mm-hmm. Really? You should have thought of that at the beginning of the Because she saved so many people. Yeah, right. Too. The hell with the, whole, the, you know, the horde attacking the villagers. Let's make out, Clark. Let me have some more rhubarb soup. Forget the horde. Do you remember when they flew over London and London's in ruins? And I was like, are you a family in London? Go check that out. <laughs> so a bat says, poor bat. He's not very well in this at all. He says, oh, this is the worst characterization of Batman I have seen. I know. It's but... Matthew's writing detective. What the hell? I know. And... The thing is, he he wrote Detective and Batman and Robin, and in those two books, right? Batman's perfect. Batman's smart. Batman's not a dumbass, you know. He's like, uh, people should just listen to Batman in this. Oh my God. <laughs> Awful. So he says, so throw back the heat and stand down. Okay. Throw back the heat and stand down, dude. <laughs> so and Clark, uh, or loser says. Before things go from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they look all so mean in that splash page. Okay. Um, Solar Flare says, I'm feeling that things are already worse. And uh, he says, all these Supermans running around, the lack of respect I've been given, you just want to throw me in a cage again. 
And so then he starts to transform into his former self. He says, thought maybe I could live by Lois's words. And boy, that triggers off something, doesn't it? Because Loser goes, yes. Lois? She's here? <laughs> you know what I love about this arch is that when he mentions Lois, he turns human. And oh, it, it's like yeah. the yeah, Super Flare dude. Yeah. yeah. And then he says, but then he goes solar flare again. He says, but I'm done spending any more of my life in a box. And then Lois says, Clark, don't. Okay. And that's when solar flare goes after Lois with a solar flare. And losers come screaming in front of Lois Lane. He goes, Lois, Mm -hmm. stay behind me. I'm like, what happened there? Uh, Hello. Uh, Everybody... Everybody fell off their chairs here when they're reading this. They're like, "Ah!" (laughs) And so Solar Flare hits Loser, and he goes, And and Lois, and so his first thing I was, after he gets hit, he goes, are you all right? Meaning Lois, who's behind Mm -hmm. him. And Lois says, yes, but what about you? And so then Solar Flare goes off and starts, you know, heat visioning everything. It says, protect innocent, kill enemies. And then Wonder Woman goes after him with her bracelets and says, enough! And then Batman stands nearby, uh, Clark and Lois, or Loser and Lois, and Loser says, Batman, get Lois out of here. And Batman says, I'm not leaving you and Diana to face it. And Soup says, please, I need to know she's safe. Since the fuck when? Yeah, since since when? And so Lois looks at him and says, I'm staying with, and he grabs her shoulders and says, you've got a story to write, Lois. Dying here won't help you tell it. Now go while we take this guy down. So he takes off and he slugs Solar Flare guy. Mm -hmm. And um, so... I gotta get over here because this is a giant splash page. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so Lois is crawling into the Batwing, and she says, "We can't leave him. We have to." And Batman says, "Buckle up and be quiet." Okay, here's my huge ass question about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, Batman's been asked to watch Lois before. It's happened in Batman Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. And. In Batman and Superman, in one arc, he's actually kissed Lois Lane. Yep, yep. He gave her the Batgirl suit, and he basically asked her to run around the rooftops with him. And I was like, okay, he's invoking Selina Kyle then. And yeah, but the yeah, thing they, about it is, is that Loser, to our knowledge, has never kissed Lois. And that's why he's a loser. True, very true. Yes. If he just, you see, if he just kissed Lois just once, he'd be like, uh, bye, Diana. <laughs> so Superman grabs a, a big old boulder and goes, Arg, so when you harm innocents, you don't just tarnish my family. I guess this we read this right to left, left to right on this. I don't know. It's so huge. Um, you want me, you want me to read it? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So he grabs the big old boulder and he's like, while I'm still alive, no one disgraces the S-Shield. 
And so then Wonder Woman comes in from behind, and Solar Flare is like, Wow, try to distract me. And Wonder Woman's like, That's what teammates are for. He's all yours, Clark. And Sumer's like, So, when you harm innocence, you don't just tarnish my family's name, but also yourself. And he whacks him with a big boulder. And he's still got green eyes. Yeah. So. Somewhere in Colorado, we have the pre-Flashpoint family, and Lois mm-hmm. and Superman has a hold of John's hand and Lois's hand. It's kind of reminiscent of Superman the movie, the way they're flying. Yep, minus the dog and the cats. I'm very worried about them. I think they fell off. I, them. I think he, he'll get. He'll make sure they're safe. Yeah, Clark's a firm. He'll, I know. I know he'll make sure they're safe. Yes. So anyway, they should have like made him put on the back of Superman, but I don't know. On, on either shoulder, like, just kind of like hanging out, yeah. Yeah, so, like like where where are we gonna put this dog and this cat? Yeah. So Lois says we've gone a lot farther than the site of our Protocol Omega safe house. Where are we going, Clark? And he says this current situation calls for a place um a bit more secure and secluded than our Protocol Omega site, Lois. It's called it calls for a fortress. Okay. Mm. Meanwhile, here's John going, it's flying, man. Yeah, this is great. So, <laughs> uh, so they land at Clark, uh, pre-Flashpoint uh, Fortress. Clark moves a boulder mm-hmm. and says, we're here. And they come down to a hole in the quote-unquote roof, and he does a iris scan, and identity is confirmed. Remember, the other loser couldn't get, you know, anything to recognize him. So No. <laughs> so obviously this is the first time that Lois and John have been in here and Lois goes and they both go, Whoa. And mm-hmm. it's it's huge. It has uh all the things that you remember about the fortress. Um Lauren Jarrell holding up Krypton. Um it's got greenery in there, you know, he always had a garden, he always had he had a zoo in there at one point. Um, he had a yeah. He had a menagerie and a and, right. a, and the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing. <laughs> Giant robots too, and and he's got Lois. The car. car. Yeah. The car that they had to hide. <laughs> so uh, Lois says, "Jonathan, go explore. I'd like to speak to, with your father." And Jonathan <laughs> goes, "Is it that okay, Dad?" He goes, "Of course. Just be careful and don't touch anything until we catch up." Okay, very mm-hmm. important words. Lois used a Jonathan. Any any child who has ever been called by their full name. Yes. You just, you want to skedaddle. <laughs> yeah. So, Lois says, so, how long have you had this fortress of secrets? Why did you hide this from me? I thought we were honest with each other about everything. And he says, we are, and I wasn't hiding it from you. I just haven't gotten around to telling you yet. And she goes, some annex. What else haven't you gotten around to telling me about? And he says, nothing else. I'm sorry for keeping you th- keeping this from you. And Jonathan looks up at the statue, and he says, who are these people, Dad? And he says, long story, tell you later. So John goes running off to go check out some more stuff. And Lois says, so what was the point of the Omega site if, this, if you already had this? And he says, if we were exposed... That was the safest place you and John could get to fast without me, if need be. This place, 
you'd need me to get to. And for all intents and purposes, it's our sanctuary, our ultimate safe house, our Alamo. She says, well, that's not a very comforting analogy after everything that just happened. And so um, John says, finds a giant robot and goes, whoa, cool. And so someone says, come on, kiddo. Oh, it was, it's Clark. He says, come on, kiddo. Me and your mom have a lot to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about this? Is they're just talking. They're not, like, screaming and yelling at each other. Right. They're just discussing it. Right. As opposed to Tiara, who was banging on the fortress door, screaming, yeah. when are you going to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like, okay. she doesn't trust him, and she doesn't know him well enough to know that he would tell her, you know, in his own time. But she's not, mm-hmm. you know, she's still waiting for that last battle, so, you know, she's damned impatient, I guess. So, back in the Batwing, New 52 Lois says, Perry, just hold the first edition. There's a lot of st- at stake, and Superman has has his life. Um, she goes, darn it, I lost my signal. And Batman says, that's because I jammed it. And she says, you don't have the right to cut. He goes, my plane, my right. Last thing we need is a media circus conver- converging into a battle zone. Okay. And so uh, he stops for gas. or Well, he appears to stop for gas, but he's really dropping off Lois. Seriously. And so the guy says, fill her up. And Batman says, no thanks. And she says, you can't just leave me here. And he goes, yes, I can. Since when did Batman turn into a six-year-old? I don't know. My plane, my room, me. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. So, do you think that keeps Lois away? She says, hello, I need a chop. She's on her phone. She says, hello, I need a chopper. Right now, I'll pay triple time. So Lois is going to go back into the fray, and we Duh. do get a <laughs> overhead shot of Lois's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Jorge loves Lois, okay? He makes her damn sexy. <laughs> and she's got better boobs than Wonder Woman. Okay, just saying. Yes. I'm just saying. Just saying. It looks good in purple. So, Loser is heat visioning Solar, and Solar's going to arg, and he's taking a giant tree to him, and Wonder Woman says, he won't stay down. Here they are with those, you know, wooden poles again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You it's know. some full circle. It's some no. full circle. Okay, there are trees now, but they're still wooden poles, and they're fighting a Superman who's been heat visioning the hell out of everything, and I that's going to do what? Yeah, man of steel versus tree of wood. Yeah. So then Loser says, but let's hit him harder. Oh, way to go there, brutal twins. Yeah, it goes back to them. It goes back to these two. Peter Tomasi is falling into that trap. Yeah. Of 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 writing them as beater upper brawlers. Right, brawlers. Yeah, they don't know how to solve a problem, so they just hit harder. You know, uh, four fists are better than two, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, she's got the lasso. Hello. Mm-hmm. So they hit him with the giant wooden stakes. 
he goes, is that all you've got? I'd be saying that, hmm. too. And they go, actually, we've got plenty more. Oh, they're going to tear down an entire forest? Is that what they're going to do? Best deforestation. <laughs> and he goes, a solar flare goes, won't stop until you are. And so then they wham him. And he's laying on the ground and goes, and wonder, uh, Clark says, or Loser says, he's phased completely back to being human. And Solder says, name's Den- Denny Swan from North Branch, Minnesota, State Penitentiary, prisoner number 3098. And Wonder Woman says, we have to stop him from shifting again. Loser uh, says, there uh, has uh, to be a way of saving him, Diana. And Tierra says, I don't know, but we may only have a few minutes here, Clark. And so then Solar flares up, and he says, Fred, you got last time. So <laughs> <laughs> no, he lets him out with a solar flare. You know, the people that were beating him up with wood. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh, I, I love solar flare, dude. I'm sorry. Me <laughs> too. It just shows how stupid these two dung-dongs are. Um, so, let's see. Um... So they're laying on the ground like they've been hit by two Kryptonians. I mean, come on. And so then uh, Solar grabs Loser by the hair, and he goes, Diana. And, she's, and Solar says, she won't be helping you anymore. Let's fly. So he grabs him by the neck, or the front of the neck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Revenge. Revenge for him grabbing Lobos by the scruff of his of neck. Yeah. So... Supergirl was actually on the cover of this with Wonder Woman. Yep, and she has such an important part to play in the story, Holly. <laughs> so now she finally shows up, and it says National City DEO Peripheral Base 655, and Tara are here ready to initiate solar, cellular solar inundation phase two. And they're trying to inundate her with solar energy because she lost her powers. I guess. Um. Well, it, 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 that's the thing, right? When right. these when these solar flare super people were coming out, they were stealing all the super all the oh, right. powers. So that's why pre flashpoint Superman felt weak, and Kara sort of. How's that related to the truth? Because he lost his powers. Before that. Huh? Ooh. Remember, he lost it before the whole Vandal Savage arc. He lost his powers. No, no, I'm talking about pre-Flashpoint Superman. Oh. In in Superman, Lois and Clark, remember he said he was feeling weak and stuff? Right, right. And, and that sort of ties back to this and to Kara, because apparently all their solar energy has been sucked into this Solar flare, dudes, creation. So. Okay. So, Crisis, I'm sorry. Don't ask me. Start. Don't ask me how. <laughs> I know. And then they go phase two delayed, and she goes, hmm. And she goes, what's going on? She's knocking on the glass. Yeah. Must be tapping because you know she can break that thing. <laughs> and they say, some aberrant power spikes in California, but nothing for you to be concerned about, Supergirl. How do they know that? They're the DEO. Whatever. And she's what kind of power, Eliza? <laughs> they go, 
metahumans and Salinas. Which metahumans, Jeremiah? All these ones think, and it's just like, and like, will you guys tell me something? And she, um, one of them we believe is Superman. No, Superman's not a metahuman, okay? You know what we're saying? Mm-mm. And then the chick says, the other one we're not sure of yet. So how do they know she shouldn't be concerned about it? Hello? So she yeah, goes, it's like unidentified flying object. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Her ass looks very much like, um, what was her name? Sorrel. You know, the fake. From, from up from Earth too. The one that said she was Superman's daughter and she wasn't. Oh, that one from, oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So she says, open the ceiling portal, and then they say, you're not fully powered putting yourself in a precarious situation. It's not recommended at this time. She says, I'm here on my own accord, right? And they go, yes. Well, yes, you are. And she says, open it now. At least this one thinks. And they said, I, I do believe we're going to be fired. No crap, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if I like... I never like it when they don't make their feet. They can fly with feet, people. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, uh, Superman says, I've had enough of all you... Or, I guess it's solar. I've had enough of all you phony Superman. Maybe with a new perspective. You'll finally see I am the true Superman. He's still got loser by the throat. And it's supposed to be epic conclusion next week in Superman number 52. Yay. Well, at least that's the epic story you never expected. The biggest shitstorm that ever <laughs> hit the face of the planet of comics. Yeah, really. The final days, the final days of New 52 Superman. He better redeem himself before he dies is all I got to say. But, you know, Tomasi's right name, so who knows? Who knows what Tomasi's got planned? Because I'm like, it's been so up and down. We're on a roller coaster, and it's yeah. like, oh, ah, oh, ah. So, in the Fomance book, the the ads are for all the Batman books. Batman Rebirth, Detective Comics, and mm-hmm. All-Star Batman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, they said that Rebirth's an 80-page special, but someone said he's got 71 pages of story, so... Is there another story in it? You you know who who said it was seventy two pages? Who? Dumb and Dumber when they were talking oh. new drama. They were like, Jeff Jeff did seventy two pages of, and I'm like, did they cut it by eight pages? Or Again? Like yeah. So. Yeah yeah, Dumb and Dumb and Dumber said it was seventy two pages. And they're and they're trying to sell the. Uh, trade paperback already. Yeah, yeah. Off uh off the final days of Superman. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ted, you wanna take care of American Alien, which was a much better let piece. me let me just drink some water. Ah Okay, so we're on our final issue of American Alien Valkyrie. Story by Max Landis, art by Jock. Uh, so we are in the Metropolis 
subway or train and um, clock is texting with Jimmy. And so clock's text say, Lois left before I woke up again. Jimmy's like, dude, you can't get get bummed out by about stuff like this. She's a busy person, Clark. And Clark's like, I told her I loved her last night, and she groaned loudly. It was dot, 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 not great. And Jimmy says, maybe it was an affectionate groan. Lois has a whole language of groans. And so Clark texts back and says, I'm laughing through my tears, Jimmy. And so Jimmy texts him and says, oh, crap. Clark's like, what? He's like, something just blew up downtown. Gotta go. So Clark's like, blew up? What do you mean, Jim? And then we go to this massive splash page of Superman uh, flying over Metropolis. And there is a fire, an explosion, a building collapsing. And he says, oh, my God. And so somebody off panel says, you're flying. Humans don't fly. And then we get a picture of Lobo, the main man, on his flying cycle. It says, you look human. Speak an Earth dialect. What's your deal? Clark's like, who, why, why did you, why did you do this? And Lobo's like, it's my job. This building's got to go. What are you, some kind of king here? And Clark's like, no, I protect these people. Lobo's like, which people? The dead people? You protect dead people? Clark's like, and I love the art by by Jock here. And he says, please, just just back off and let me try to help. I, Lobo's like, what's given you the idea you got any control over what I do next? I got stuff to do, pal. The rest of the building's got to go. Two, some scoozer out in Tanaga. Well, Tanaga Way wanted a message sent to a deserter. Earth ain't safe anymore. Clark says, talk to me. Just help me. Help me understand why you're doing this. Why you did this. He says, are you an alien? Are you Kryptonian? And he's looking on at the destruction in Metropolis. Lobo says, ha! Holy fragaroni. Who's paying you? And um, Clark says, no one. He looks confused. And then we cut to Chopper flying over then. And, and we have um, Lobo Moon logging. And he says, then why, do, why are you doing this, Earthman? Look, I don't know what kind of crap you usually deal with from those monkeys down there. But I'm a different situation. I'm new, stupid. I can hurt you. I will hurt you. You're soft. Look at your hand, shaky. You've got no idea what to do next. You're in shock. From what, from what, 60, 67 dead humans? And there we go to uh, the Kents, and they're watching this on TV, and Martha says, I don't like I don't like it. Oh, God, John. I don't like it. And John, uh, Jonathan is like, he's got it under control. He'll he'll get it under control. Then we cross the Daily Planet. And Perry is barking on it. And he says, let everyone in on the feed. Europe, China, everyone. The whole world should, should be watching this. So it's, 
this is Superman, people. And everybody's like, yes, sir, Mr. White. And we have Lex Luthor watching from his tall LexCorp building. And uh, we see on the helicopter is Lois and Jimmy. She says, how long till we get audio, Jimmy? And Jimmy's like, we got to get closer. So Lois is like, then get closer. And so Lobo's still monologuing. He says, wait, wait a minute. You're Kryptonian? Oh, wait. Jeez. I don't think these were there, there were any of you left. And Clark is like, what? And Lobo says, oh, well, crap. You don't even know, do you? Krypton's gone, buddy. Been gone for 500 years. A whole friggin' planet blew up. Clark's shocked and wide-eyed. And he says, that, that, that's not true. Lobo monologues, Jesus, no. I'm from a planet called Karazhan. Two systems over, the smoking hole that used to be Krypton. When I was a kid, me and my friends would play this game. Where we take sky bikes out to the debris, uh, debris fields and collect Kryptonian skulls. We trade them, the good ones. Use them as as ashtrays. Puss in them. That sort of stuff. Why do you think no one came looking for you? Living down, living down there pretending to be one of them. Pathetic. You have no idea how alone you actually are. Hilarious. Clark looks... Um, sad, and he looks down, and the lobo says, ha, you crying? Ha ha, you're actually crying. Get out of my way. And then Clark looks determined, and he looks up at Lobo, and he says, no, I'm not alone. Lobo says, fine, have it your way, you dumb bash, bash. I just, I just want you to know, after I tear out your insides, I'm going to wipe this whole city off the face of your precious little planet and make you watch while I hold your guts in your slippery little fingers. And Jimmy, then we cross to Jimmy and Lois in the helicopter and says, Lois, the mic is finally picking them up. We've got audio. And Lois says, stream it now. We need to hear what they're saying. And so they, we cross back to Lobo. Lobo says, how shocked do you think the population of Earth is going to be to see me beating your bloody teeth down your friggin' throat? And Superman looks at Lobo and he says, uh, and he looks like dead-eyed serious, and he says, probably not as shocked as they'll be when I take that fancy bike of yours and shove it up your dot, dot, dot. Lobo looks shocked that Superman actually... I love this page, just by the way. Um, I loved. I burst out laughing at this. I was like, because people don't think of Superman, you know, in that sort of light. Yeah. And they think of him like the Boy Scout and that sort of thing. So I just love this this whole Max Landers. I hate to use his word, but badass Superman. You know, he's just like there to do his job. You know, he puts his foot down and he says. Um, no to Lobo. You know, he's not going to move. He's going to protect Earth. He's going to protect Metropolis. And he just shocks Lobo. Like, Lobo's dead-eyed stunned. And then everybody else is like, we crossed to Smallville. The Kents are like shocked and Jonathan's covering his ears and Martha's covering her mouth. And Lobo is like, uh, 
Jimmy's smiling and Lowe's. Lowe's has this, oh, did he just face? And everybody in the Daily Planet's like shocked. And Lex Luthor just says, ah. What did you think, Holly, so far? I love like, that. I love that page. It reminded me of, I did watch a Smallville episode previous to season four. It had Rucker Hauer in it. <laughs> and I think Clark had just gotten back from being, you know, red and all that kind of stuff. And forget who Rucker's Rucker obviously was a villain. And Rucker's a huge guy. But Tom is, you know, six three and I think Rucker's about the same height. And I mean this is Rucker Hauer, Tom Walling's going up against. Mm-hmm. And this is early on. This is like season three or two. And he did. Clark said he said the word ass. Mm-hmm. He threatened him. He said, "I think I'm going to shove it up your ass or something." And I went, "Whoa, go, Clark!" <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I hate it when people think. And you know, I love this about Max Landis is that he brings out that. Well, I mean, Clark isn't a you know isn't a potty mouth all the time. So when he does do no. it, it's usually significant. Yes, yes. And, it, it, mm-hmm. and it's kind of shocking too at the same. Excuse me, at the same time, but it's you know it's very apropos here. Right, right. I was like, oh, okay. You know, it's like things just got serious. I literally, I think I had the the same face as Martha. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Even though it's not on panel, you know right. what he says. Yeah. And, Shove up your ass. And, shove it up your ass. And I'm like, yeah, clock, yeah. Um, then we go on, to, you know, when Max Landis said he's going to do one of the most brutal fights you will ever see on comic book panel. Mm-hmm. I I was, I almost thought he was going to bring Doomsday into it, but I'm glad he didn't. Right. Uh, I'm glad he used Lobo. But, you know, and you know what I love? Is that it? This is '90s Lobo. This is the Lobo that that could take Superman on. Right, right. You know? No, not that New Fifty Two Lobo. Oh, well, what I liked about this fight is that Landis used the green car. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and he smashed it. getting pummeled into it instead of him lifting it up. Right, right. Yep. And. Yeah, and it's one of the most brutal fights. I mean, they trade... I mean, Lobo takes Superman and trashes him around like a ragdoll. Right, and Um, the reaction shots, while other people watch it, what makes it even, you know, usually on a fight you don't get, like, reaction shots from... Right, and then, you know, everybody's like, they're dead, they're both dead, and then they get up. And, you know, it's... a lit- it's a gritty fight, right? Lobo right. takes out his chain, and Superman's, you know, is very reminiscent. This whole page is very reminiscent of Man of Steel. You know that gritty fight in Metropolis, right? Where they're smashing into stuff, and it feels real. And so they're trading punches, and oh, Lobo smashes his head into Clark's nose, and Clark's nose is broken. There's blood everywhere. 
Lobo pounds him, you know, Clark breaks his leg. Um, you know, then Lobo asks, uh, Lobo says, you asked for this. This is on you. You could have just flown away. This is all your fault. You know, Clark's down. Clark gets up, smashes his face in with a, a parking meter, you know. he yeah. And then he just pummels him into the ground. Lobo digs out his eyes. There is blood everywhere. And then Clark just somehow laser shoots his fingers off. Yeah, and Lobo's like, oh, shit. Yep. You know? Because Lobo's like, you don't mess with the main man. And, you know, Clark just heat visions his eyes. And then he uses a manhole cover, smashes his face. Um, You know, he grabs his arm. And Lobo's uh, like... Uh, Done with you. When I'm done with you, I'll incinerate this place from orbit. And Clark just grabs him and he's like, I warned you. I told you. And Lobo's like, wait, I... And he just grabs him by the arm, throws him into the road. I mean, the the tie is broken. There's blood and guts everywhere. And he says, got to hand it to you. Didn't see that coming. But I've got some bad news for you, idiot. I heal. Give me ten minutes and I'll be good to I'll be good to go. And you'll be dead. Just like the rest of those idiots from Krypton. And I love this line. I love this panel. I love this line. Clark's looking dead eyed straight at Lobo and he says, I'm not from Krypton. I'm from Kansas. And so he's measuring um you see him measuring the distance from where he is to uh, space, right? And Lobo says, wait, what are you doing? What are you going to do? He says, wait, you can't just... And he says, do what I did, survive. And he whoops him around. He literally starts cartwheeling him and, you know, spinning him around and around and whooping him on the on the ground and he's thrashed and then he just throws him supersonic into space. <laughs> yep. And every, everybody's like, John, did he? Did he? Did he just throw him into outer space <laughs> and just like just dead silent? And we then cross over to Clark Kent in hospital. Now apparently some people needed explaining for the scene, so I'm just gonna say what Max Landers tweeted out. He said, "Well, my Superman is like an iPhone." Once he runs out of energy, he needs to recharge. <laughs> he, needs, yeah, he might need he a needs little some, sunshine, you know? Yeah, he, he says he needs some downtime, maybe some food and some sun to to recharge his batteries. And then somebody asked him, well, where, where's his Clark Kent clothes? And he says, uh, Superman, I love this line. He tweeted out to somebody. Superman has a pocket in his cape where he hides right. his pocket clothes. Yep. I was like, Max Landers, well done. <laughs> that's from that's from like the Silver Age. Yeah, yeah, the Silver Age. Yeah, one good thing from Silver Age. <laughs> mm. Uh, so everybody's talking. You know, we found him in the rubble. Uh, must have been trying to get closer to the story. Thousands gathered to mourn the dead. You can see uh, flowers crying faces. I'm just scanning over this. I'm not reading all of it. Uh, what we believe to be an alien artifact was exhumed from the wreckage. 
Um, so then they're talking about clock. He says, his brain is swollen from the concu concussion. It could be hours, could be days, could be weeks. Clock, it's it's dead. We're here. We're waiting for you to come back to us. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, Superman. I like, I like the not. thing is, in a fateful minute, in 10 fateful minutes, Metropolis Superman has gone from an American phenomenon to possibly the most famous individual on planet Earth. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. Yeah, it's in, on the yeah, very bottom of the left in, side. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you just read that, so I don't have to read that. Sorry. Superman, bro, we love you. <laughs> Thank you, Superman. Uh, I've seen the Superman fight criminals, pick up cars, but I never thought he was capable of anything like that. It was... Dot, dot, dot. Uh, uh, he threw the alien biker into the clouds. It was like something out of a Greek myth. It was like, yo! <laughs> and he just, bam! Um, Superman, I don't know if you can see this, but wherever you are, thank you. Uh, we love you, Superman. And then when he hears that, he... And then, and then we have a voiceover saying, clock, and he wakes up. His eyes are... Clock. His eyes are battered in. Um, it does not look very savory. And so he's lying in the hospital bed and he says, Hey, Lois. Ow. And Lois says, Oh, I, uh, your parents are out in the hallway. I'll, and he says, y You're here. I thought you'd be covering the biggest story ever. She says, I was, but I had to see you. Why do you have to get so close, you dumb idiot? When they found you, you were half dead. Clark, we can't all be Superman. What kind of person sees a crazy alien blowing up buildings and runs towards it? He says, isn't that exactly what you do? Run towards it? I was trying to be like you. You're the bravest person I've ever met. You can't stay, w you can't stay with me, Lois. You've got to go down... And report on Superman. So Lois looks shocked and she says, Clark, what are you talking about? I don't give a crap about Superman. The whole time I was there, I was, I just kept thinking I was going to die. And I kept thinking about the last thing you said to me. I love you. There, I said it. So you can stop texting Jimmy and complaining. He just tells me everything anyway. Then Clark says, Lois. And he pulls her in, and they have this half of a splash page of a kiss, which is beautiful. And then they're just resting on e in each other's arms. He's got this big old grin on his face in his hospital bed. And then she, and then Lois says, "Oh God, Clark, what happens now?" The end. Yay! Landis does know how to end it well. Very well, very well. For all those people giving Max Landis hate. For what he's done in other books and stuff like that, and what he said about Superman, give the dude a break, okay? He gave us one of the best modern Superman stories, in my opinion. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, this whole collection, right from the beginning, when Baby Clark says, you know, I broke that mirror, and somebody, somebody had to make that, and I just broke it. You know, that whole learning lesson. 
mm-hmm. and Jonathan helping him to fly. The best scenes ever in a comic. Um, you know, I don't mind book three so much. Book four was phenomenal. You know, when Lois Lane is introduced and she's just completely badass and everything, everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good series. Phenomenal. I, um, I liked it. Um, I liked the scene. You know, well, of course, I like the scene in the hospital bed. Cause she's laying on top of him. He's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I got my baby, and we're good." And you know, the last line was you know just fabulous because you know it makes you start thinking about, oh, what does happen next? You know, but unfortunately, this is the last issue. So, mm-hmm. well. You know, what happens next is the legend of Superman. Right. This is the first time he's protected the world from something huge, right? It's it's on a world level. This is the first time he's become the savior of the world. And the next thing that happens, the next chapter is his, the legend of Superman. The mythology starts now. Yeah, um... I really like that. Did Jock draw draw this last page because his Clark looks a little different? His Lois is good, but no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all Jock because I, uh, I saw it on his Twitter page. He posted the Twitter or his you know, his Instagram or something. But his his um, Clark is a lot more filled out in this last page. I mean, before his face was kind of thin and stuff like this, but this it's it's. I mean, especially with them smiling, it's really, really good. Well, for me, for me, it's the first time I've seen Jock do something very soft. Right. You know, um, I've seen him do uh, Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon very well in in something, in a sort of kiss pose and that sort of thing. But this is like the first time I've seen him do something soft and romantic. And, you know, he's even got the whole... I love when they kiss. It's like, you know, the the sort of ta-da banner in the back, like, da-dang. Yeah. And, you know, so this is the first time I've actually seen Jock do something not action-packed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you look at Max Landis's and Jock's uh, Superman, Adventures of Superman story, it looks very similar. Mm-hmm. When he's laughing there, when he's laughing there as well, when the Joker makes him laugh, and he's right. like, "You're gonna, you're gonna do what I tell you to do," and he's like, "Ha ha ha, that's what you think." <laughs> yep. So, we one of our books has ended, um, American Alien, and it was always something to look forward to. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, the coming of the Superman is still going on even after Rebirth. So that's something. Yeah, I, I think it has one, one more issue. Oh, is it one or two? two. I can't remember. Two, two. Um, two. I think two. Two. <laughs> we hope it's two. Yeah. So we read through the Fomance twenty nine. So what do you think we can expect in Superman fifty two? Uh, um. Hopefully something good. <laughs> <laughs> that really doesn't tell me much. 
No, yeah, it's, I don't know where, you know, so, so many people have asked me this. It's amazing. This whole week, so many people have said, what can we expect Peter Tomasi to end this book? And I'm like, I I don't know. You know, I don't want to say because uh, it's it's weird. You know, his his book is completely up, down, here, there. You know, it's like that line. They went up to the basement, you know. Um, <laughs> that's that's my summary of of the of the final days of Superman. It it started off great. It sunk. It, it was good with the whole Batman Superman thing. It was fine in action comics. Then it got really bad. You know. Then it sort of redeemed itself again with uh, with action comics and and the, I can't believe this. The Fomance. Uh I don't know. I don't know don't that know it's. I don't think it's redeemed. I think it's just. Hopefully, it's just hovering till he's going to blast it and say, "Hey, I made a mistake, Lois. It was always you." Because really, yeah, what I mean is, with redemption, I mean from his last woman's issue. This is ten times better. Well, I don't know about ten times, but it's better. There's no fomance in the last issue. Oh my goodness! No, there's not. I could not, not have. Not, I could count, you know, fighting a a heat visioning villain with wood. With wood. <laughs> um, you know, Diana even says we're teammates, right? It, it's not like oh, we're partners. You know, it's just teammates. Right. Like oh, okay. It's just teammates, you know, just those league members. Um, so, yeah, I have no idea. I don't want to say anything. Well, one of the things that I've been thinking about is, okay, we kind of figure out how Lois gets her powers. Right, sort of. I mean, I think she gets them from Solar Flare Guy. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just her keeping Clark's powers safe till he gets resurrected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then he'll get his powers back. Lois won't die, but she won't have powers anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, so I think we expect the beginning of that, and, you know, Lois gets her powers, blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, obviously, we'll get the death because Superman 52 is the book before Rebirth, and they already mentioned that Superman is dead. Spoilers. So, yeah. So we'll get the death of New 52 Superman. Um. And okay, do they bury him? Do they put it in the Daily Planet that he dies, or? They just allow pre pre fifty two Superman to just take over. I think they're gonna keep it secret. Yeah. Because pre Flashpoint, Superman and Lois Lane knows there might be a chance for him to be resurrected. Right. So they might say, Hold up. He died you know, pre Flashpoint Superman died before. 
maybe this dude might come back. Let's keep him like in Kara's little D.O. solar enhancing room and see if he, you know, wakes right. up. Um, you know, and let's keep everything on the down low. And then Flash points with me and says, I'll shave my beard and I'll take over for this guy. And when he comes back, then we can just swap it out again. You know, like right. foxies. Right. And but in the meantime, they may find out things about themselves. Right. Yeah. Clark may miss it, you know, being Superman. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Lois Lane may miss being Lois because I don't think, you know, I think we're in the situation where both New 52 Superman and New 52 Lois can't be themselves anymore. So pre-Flashpoint Superman and Lois have to take over those roles. Yeah, so do you think so, pre-Flashpoint Lois will go work at the Daily Planet? I hope so. Yeah, but how's that going to work? I mean, you know, oh, you're just like Lois, but you're older. Yeah, <laughs> but you got short hair. Yeah. yeah I, I had it cut, Perry. Well, she's not that much older than New 52, Lois. How do we know that? So, I mean, you know. It's comics. Yeah. Okay. You can wear some, some foundation. Should be cool. Right, because... And how does Lana get in on this? You know, I don't understand, you know, oh, Lana's her best friend. Yeah, yeah. you know, they could have picked anybody else. I'm still like, oh, Lana, yeah, yeah. You could have picked the stick to be Lois' best friend and I would have been, Ranger could have been Lois' best friend. Yeah. I'd be more happy. Yeah. You know, Ranger would make a better companion anyway. Or the cat with no name. I oh, mean, the cat. The cat with no name. You know. So, the other thing we probably can expect in Superman 52 is Supergirl, right? Uh, I think so, because she's going to be coming in with Rebirth, so. Right. And she is on the cover, I think, so. Who knows? She might. Well, she was on the cover again. of the Fomance, and she didn't show up until the last minute, and then she just took off. Like, right, really? but she's, uh, you can you can see um, everybody's converging on this point of battle. So. Um, Batgirl. Battle, battle, B A T T L E. So yeah, Lois is coming back. You know, uh, the new Fifty Two Lois. She's getting her helicopter back. Supergirl's flying there. Uh, everybody's there. And fight it out. Yeah. And Lois and Clark, as John, thinking he can fly, but he can't yet. <laughs> yeah, John is like, I can do it. I can do it. Nope. I can do this. I can fly. And it's plap. She goes, John, what? he goes, I'm okay. It didn't hurt me. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being an idiot, Mom. She's like, it's okay. Dad said you might not get flying. Right away. And I love I love how Ranger jumps off after him and Ranger's like, See I can jump, I can jump And oh, Ranger. Good old Ranger. He better be in action comics. Yeah. Yeah, he better. What and he probably will be. Although I think not Bossy's taking on John and his book and not Jurgen's. Uh, Jurgen said he is going to write John. John is on the cover of Action Comics. 
Okay. Uh, nine five seven. Uh, but Peter Tomasi did say. I remember the one interview he did. He said it's more about the relationship of the Superman and Lois Lane bringing up their now superpowered son. Right. So. Sounds yeah. like Tomasi's taking the Clois family arc more so than Jurgens is at the moment. Mhm. Yeah. But hey, who knows? Tomasi, Tomasi might surprise us. I would I mean, love he's to. shown us he can. He's, he's shown us he can write clothes. I mean, that that three pages that 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 he did in Superman Fifty One was brilliant. And this now when he wrote the the clothes family in the romance, it was fine. Yeah. So. You know, if he's showing us, if he's going to do that, well, I'm fine with it. I'm cool. Right. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, so next week, <laughs> we'll have oh. at least Justice League 50, Lois and Clark mm-hmm. 8, Superman 52, and Rebirth number 1. Yep. Yeah, I oh. thought... I talked to my local comic book store guy. I said, are you guys excited for Rebirth? I go, yeah, yeah, we can't wait, you know. And I'm like, he goes, you know, Superman has kryptonite powers now. And I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I'm I, like, yeah. Yeah, I've seen all the comic book stores have been tweeting about Rebirths, like, nonstop. You know, Midtown has a special rebirth day on oh, Wednesday wow. where they're giving yeah, they're giving people like posters and uh you know, um discounts on stuff and yeah. Yeah. I hope that they don't screw this up because this is our last you know, chance. Yeah, you know, Jeff Johns is writing them an eighty page get out of jail free card. Yeah. And they better not screw it up. I don't think they will with the people because it, you know, every time you listen to Dan DiDio and Jim Lee speak, they're like, Jeff Johns took the writers in a room and, and the he editors. said, don't listen, and the editors, and he said, don't listen to Dan. This is what you're going to do. And, you know, when you look at the writers, people like Dan Jurgens, Greg Rucker, you know, um, Phil Jimenez. Phil Jimenez. He's so excited to be writing in Lois Lane. Yeah. He's like, I'm finally writing Lois Lane. I can finally say that I'm writing Lois Lane. I'm writing Lois Lane. And I'm like, okay, Phil. Wow, Phil. And, yeah, you know, these are veterans of the highest standard. Yeah. They're not going to mess this up. No. No, they're not going to. They're not going to bend to the wool and womb of Jim Lee. Um, yeah. Yeah, I and think can Jim see that. You can see out now. Yeah, you can see. I think they've phased him out completely. Um, you can see that in just the way it's it's the writers and their story, you know, and the editors. It's It's them, and Jeff Johns is leading the way. It's right. not Jim Lee. It's not the Righteous Retreat of 2010. I think that all the people who are against it are sort of coming out of the woodworks now and saying, 
here's our time to fix it. Well, his mafia isn't there anymore. What's he got left? He got Harris and Lobdell. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he was a minion of of that regime because Who? he never wrote the form to Peter Tomasi. Oh, he never no, wrote the form. No, in. he was DC. But yeah. But I'm talking about Jim Lee. Who's he have left in his mafia? He's got Harris, who's editor in chief. Right. He's Lovedell. got Lobdell. <laughs> and for some reason, Berganza is going along with all this. Well, I think Berganza is is keeping himself quiet and out of trouble. <laughs> well, then he shouldn't be saying. Then he should do his job in the books. Not doing his job in the books, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, anyway. as well as I do, Doomed was screwed up beyond belief. Because and, of poor editing. <laughs> yeah. And Lois is green. Lois is flesh colored. Lois is green. In the last few <laughs> issues, we've been able to pick out editorial mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going upstairs to the basement. Yeah. Wonder Woman, you know, let's not forget Batman saying, I don't know why we went to China because it was com- a complete waste of time. And I'm like, dude, you you figured out that this lady's making clones. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Batman in this last arc. Final Batman forgot Superman. his brain at home. Did he send a clone? <laughs> Alfred forgot to pack his lunch. <laughs> I still think he sent a clone. I think I think he sent the the maid or something. I don't know, not even a clone. Like we've never seen him fight. We don't know he can do that. <laughs> He's constantly like, oh no, I'm not doing that. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. He and, you know, he kind of disrespected Lois. It was not like it's like he never met her before. Right, right. It wasn't that, now, Lois, you can't do this because, you know, just stay put, you know. I mean, I would appreciate it mm-hmm. if he said, just stay put, Lois. You know, like I one colleague I to another, you know, just stay put for your own good. Yeah. You know, I, I would appreciate cool. that, but this, oh, well, you know, you're, just, you're staying here. My plane, my rules. Yeah. My plane, my rules. Yeah. Plane. I'll kick you yes, out. Yes, I can. Yes, they can. Bye. I mean, oh, the whole arc so bad. is dummy detective. Dummy detective. Yeah. The return. The return of dummy detective. He's like, you know, if he did, you know, if he's like, I don't want to be a babysitter. I can just mm-hmm. imagine him saying that at this point. I'm sitting like, really? We've gone. This is Batman now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, my pain, my rules. We need yeah. we. So we have Tiara and Dummy Detective. <laughs> and loser. And loser. Oh, you know what? At least loser protected Lois. Yeah, true. Bat- Batman just dropped off at some random gas station. Yeah, what was that about? Like, how did he even get her out of the plane? Did he chuck her out? Yeah, how did he put her in an ejector seat? What? I don't know. 
Anyway, I'll be glad when this damn anyway. arc's over. Yeah, one more book. Yeah. One more book. And they're ending Lo- Lois and Clark next week. But they'll be in action, so there you go. But, yeah, yeah. We were so worried about that. We were like, where are we going to get our clothes from? And then they're like, in action. Yeah. <gasps> it probably is Superman, too, if they're going to be talking about John. They can't talk about him all the time. They have to talk about his parents once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So when's Super Sun's coming out? Uh, August. Really? Because I didn't see the select for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we just saw, we just saw, um, is it coming out in June? No. No. Hmm. It would have had a third issue by August. There's no select for Super Suns yet. Let's see, let's see, Super Suns. What date Oh, they didn't. They didn't put any information out when they had that rebirth thing. I'm just looking at the picture. They just put the the um cover. Right. It's either September or October because they're that's the when they're bringing out all these books. So it wasn't an August mm-hmm. list. So it's got to be September, or October. Mhm. Let's see. DC rebirth. Line up. <laughs> Line up. Yeah, Super Dash Man comes out, I think, in August. I think Superwoman comes out, what? Is that June or July? Superwoman comes out August, because we just got August solicits. So, I thought that was a number two, not a number one. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got the whole list here. Superwoman, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Superwoman. Superwoman. Superwoman number one. Oh, is what month? Is fall. Eh? Okay. That's August. Okay, was it in the August list? Yes, it was in the August list. I think that's number one. Alright. Yes, okay. That's number one. Okay, and... Super Suns comes out after that, so in September. Maybe. Okay. Yes, because they got Batman Beyond Blue Beetle, uh, and Gotham be two Academy. in the universe after June. Yes, yes. So those all came out with Superwoman in the August solicits. Okay. So the rest will come out in September. So. So long. Hmm. I was going to ask you your opinion about. Um, so, what did you think of? Okay, we're going to get two Blue Beetles, which is Ted Cord and Heidi, and we're going to get two Wally Wests, one white, mm-hmm. one black. We're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like we're getting the relationships coming back. Oh yes. Yes, I definitely think so. I think uh, from from the get-go, when I saw the covers and they released the variants, and you have Green Arrow and Black Canary on one cover. Right, on the Green Arrow uh, cover, and, yeah. Right, and then you have Aquaman and Mira on the next cover. 
Mm-hmm. You have Superman and Lois on the next cover. These are all the iconic sort of Couple. relationships that yeah. we talk about, right? Right. And, you know, there's there's Dick Grayson and there's Oracle and Dick Grayson is now Nightwing and Batgirl. So we have Barbara and Dick Grayson there. Um, you know, that's another hugely popular couple. Um, right. You have Steve, Trevor, and Wonder Woman sharing a cover together. I was shocked. I was like, really? Yeah, just lay me down over here. And I just, like, just... You I have a bad catch? Yes. You have Batwoman and Catwoman on a variant cover. Batwoman? For the number one. Or Batman? Sorry, Catwoman. Catwoman and Batman. I was like, uh, I'm not interested in Batwoman and Catwoman. No, that's not my thought. I mixed it. I mixed it up. Um, I got so excited, Holly. I got so excited yeah. with Batman and Catwoman in a very romantic pose on a cover. You know. Mm. Um, I'll send you the picture. When so apparently, Jeff is bringing love back to the universe. Thank you. Barry. Hallelujah. Praise. Yeah. Praise. You just can't do with splash pages all the time, Jimbo. No, unless they splash pages of love, <laughs> then we'll be okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I think the main, cu- you know, that list that they gave us, <laughs> superpower couples that didn't exist. I think they're coming back in full force. Yeah. Minus Lafreeze and his power battery. That just stupid. No, he can. He can stay. <sighs> How like I had to Google Luffy's and Paul Betts. Well, uh, and how many other couples didn't make it on there? I mean, there was Ralph and Sue Dibney. Oh, they're bringing back the JSA. Yes. Yes, yeah. Uh. There you go. Let me send you this Batman, Catwoman. Okay, so this cover is for. Uh, what? What cover was it? Rebirth Batman number one. Oh, and that comes out mm, June. two weeks, right? Yeah, two weeks. And this is this is a variant cover. Uh Holly Send picture. Send the picture. <laughs> Uh, then, damn it, then. I don't have it yet. Oh. Taking so long. It's taking so long to load this picture. Should send you the small version. Right. Uh, Mia asked me if the video is Dr. Manhattan, who's Jimbo and the Watchmen. I said the short one. <laughs> the short one. And you can take that as you want because there was two heads on Dr. Manhattan's body with of Dan DiDio. Yeah, yeah. I I put uh I put Jim Lee on, on the, the, the short one, so Yeah. Uh someone should do that Photoshop, but not me. <laughs> then I'd have then I'd have a picture of Jim Lee on my iPad. No. <laughs> As is I was going through my stuff um the other day to do a uh close picture. And for some odd reason, I I wound up on this on this picture of um of uh, 
John Romita Jr. and I was like, and I was like, why is John Romita Jr. on my thing? And I did a, I remember I did a mock of him on a, one of my memes. Anyway, I sent you that picture. Yeah. I forget what that was for. Oh, here we go. I remember you doing it, but I can't remember what it was for. Oh, come on, log in. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's not right. Someday when I learn how to spell and type, I'll be able to do this. <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah. <laughs> she She's lying, she's lying. That's <laughs> I mean, he's like That's holding nice. her with, you know, she's got one end of the whip and he's got the other. Like, you're not yeah, getting yeah. away from me. She's like, ha, 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 <laughs> Who did that? Who did that? That's awesome. I, I don't know. I forgot the artist. I lost the page, the link to the, the variant cover thing. But it's That's very painted. good. It looks painted. The background especially looks painted. Yeah. Uh-huh. If only. Where's the soups and... Uh, I don't think I've seen these. No, no, it was just... It just came out today. Um, I think it was a newsarama, but it got, like, lost in in between all the, the rebirth spoilers. Okay. Let's see. It was a newsarama? Country with his newsarama or something. See now, as soon as you type in Reba, the only thing that pops up is Reba spoilers. Reba spoilers. Okay, let's see. What if I put in rebirth variant covers? That's exactly what I'm typing. Uh, Gabriel Della Otto. Huh? Bat Batman number one variant cover. Gabriel Delotto. And what were they on? Never heard of him. Uh, it's on. Uh, that error. Then I want you to error. I want you to give me the stupid covers. It's it's on comicbookmovie.com. dot com. It's on that comicbook dot com site. I will send you the link. The comic beats? No. I will send you the link. I will send you the link. I sending you the link now. Let's okay, that okay, that's not the same one that I've got on CBR had. Yeah, those are different covers than what were on um CBR has different ones. Yeah, CBR has has uh, I think Joker. It has Batman and Superman, but they don't have ladies with them. <laughs> they don't have ladies with them. They don't have no ladies uh, with them. Okay, we designed Joker. What do I want Joker for? Where's the rest? No, of- no, it's a whole it's it's a whole link, and then there's there's plus more thirty. Do there. I hit the plus thirty? Let's see. Hold on, my link is an opening now. Wow. 
Uh, that, that stupid Joker one, and I was like, I don't want to see this. Why is it? Don't make me read. Yeah, that. why isn't why isn't it popping up? Hmm. There's a plus thirty here. Does that mean there's more? Oh, I'll probably get twenty-seven thousand ads. You'll probably get. I was just gonna say that. Don't click any. Plus thirty-one. Oh, well, that tells me nothing. <laughs> you probably just liked it or something. Oh, brother, probably. <laughs> this isn't what I'm getting. What if I hit pictures instead of posts? Okay. Okay. It was posted on Dark Knight News <laughs> as well. What? Dark Knight News. Let's see. Uh. Okay. I sent you the wrong link. Oops. Yeah. I think Oops. so. <laughs> I thought it was kind of evident when I saw it. I was like, no, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we've got. A Batman Rebirth variant cover by Howard Porter. It's just Batman by himself. Green Arrow oh. Rebirth variant has Black Canary and Green Arrow. The Green Lantern, mm-hmm. you have Jesse and uh, what's his name? The Muslim one. Uh, what is his name? I want to say Bond, but I ain't it. It's not Bond. <laughs> Um, Bond, but Bond. Oh, what is his name? I don't know. Uh, and then Superman is by himself. It looks like Henry, basically. It does. Yeah, it does. Mm. But where's, oh, where's, why can't I, where's the one with Clark and Lois? Can I find this link? Wee. All that's popping up is some weirdo's page. Huh? Some some random guy's page is popping up. Well, maybe it's a hoax. Or maybe it's not going to be... No, no, I saw it on somebody's site. I just can't remember like whose site. Like a real site? Let, let, no, yeah, like a proper, proper site, yeah. Okay, update. Uh, covers four days ago. Here's Newsarama. But it's not painted like that one. The Geek Realm. Let's see. There's Wonder Woman. There's Superman. Batman. How many variant covers Mm -hmm. are you going to have of this thing? Seems like they're going to have quite a few. Mmm, those hundred variant covers. Yeah, Jim Lee and his variant covers. Oh, we're going to have variant covers. Or they won't. We're going to have a thousand variant covers. Whatever. Come on, come on, come on. Um, mm, so hard just to find one cover. My what was the guy's name that that drew that did Batman's, and then maybe you can find where it is. Oh, not Neil Adams. Uh, oh, it, it's on his Tumblr page. 
Okay. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it from there. Did he just do them? They're not really variant covers? No, no, he's like an authentic artist, so... Well, I'm because sure if he threw like... that art that he's an authentic artist, but is he a variant <laughs> cover artist? Uh, that's what I'm trying to find out now, yeah. if it maybe was a hoax or something. Yeah. Okay, Batman Rebirth number one, variant covers by Howard Porter. Standard covers by Mikhail Janine, or Janine. Um, so it doesn't look like he's included, so it's just what he's done of the couples, I guess. Yeah, I guess, because he's got like his whole page of artwork thing here. Well, send me the one oh. of Clark and Lois. I'd like to see that one. <laughs> no, no clock and Lois. What? No clock and Lois. What do you no mean clock no and Clark Lois. and Lois? You said there was ones of Clark and Lois. I said he's got his all his 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 uh, artwork here. There's no yeah, clock and Lois. Yeah, but before you said there were couples. You said there was Mira and Aquaman, Clark and Lois, Batman and Cats. No, I mean like like all these couples. You can see them coming back in. The, I didn't mean there was actual variant covers. Oh, I thought that's what you meant because you said that, and I said, oh, is there a Clark? Oh, yeah. No, and then as I was talking about Batman and Catwoman, I was like, did you see the variant cover? Oh, but it's not a variant it. cover. Yeah, unless it's somewhere and I just can't find it. Well, the official oh, ones I, are not that one. Because I'm looking at DC's, it, uh website. Yeah. And it says Batman Rebirth number one. Uh, cover by Michael Janin and variant cover by Howard Porter, which is the stuff that was on CBR. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see because there was a Batman and Joker variant cover that wasn't announced, so maybe they're adding more. They're not a real couple, hopefully. No, no, that would be horrible. <laughs> Gosh, that Batman's new love interest, the Joker. Joker, Joker number one, number two, or Joker number three. <laughs> he shares them between all of them. <laughs> you know, Mankey could just quit with the red-eyed Superman. Okay, we've had enough of him in the New Fifty Two. Oh, you're looking at the Superman reverse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but did you see that one of Henry Cavill, the yeah. new Andy Park? Did that, yeah, that was that was good. I'm sorry, Henry Cavill had the split call, and that, that the well Green Lantern one whole face is good too. Right, everybody has a couple of variant cover except Lois and Clark. No. <laughs> Well, let's well, see. like Green Arrow. Do. Yeah, Batman Green Arrow. Really? No, Batman doesn't. Batman and Joker, the love story of ages. <laughs> no, we got a headshot and the variant by uh, Janin, and the the variant cover is by Howard Porter, and he's by himself. Superman's by himself. The rest are couples. Mhm. Well, not couple couples, because the Green Lanterns are just a couple of Green Lanterns. 
They're just a couple of green lanterns, not a couple. Yeah. So. Uh, the the green lantern's name is Simon. Simon Baz. Oh, Baz. That's what it was. Oh, Baz. Yeah. <laughs> My English was coming out Baz. <laughs> Baz. There's no e on that. That thing does an e, isn't it? No. B B A Z E. It's just Baz. Okay. B A B A Z. Yeah. Z. Okay. Or Z. <laughs> so the theory is, since you know they showed that uh, Doctor Manhattan may have created this universe, that it's his hand that you know Superman's trying to touch. Yeah, I remember when when I saw the whole hand and Superman reaching out to the hand. I was like, is that Booster Gold? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a blue hand. Booster Gold has a blue glove. Maybe it's him. Yeah, it's probably Doctor Manhattan. But I still think I don't think Doctor Manhattan sent it. I don't. I don't think that's worthy of a DCU. You know, I I don't know as much of Doctor Manhattan. Apparently, according to Alan Moore, he's the most powerful being in existence. But. You know, he's more powerful than Superman. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, okay, you know. So what does Dr. Manhattan have against Superman? Hmm, I don't know. And why is it Super Loser trying to touch his hand? Well, you see, now that's a confusing thing, right? You're looking at that that splash of of the Rebirth cover, right? Right. That Superman has no collar. Right. So it could be the the pre-Flashpoint Superman. Because if you look at his... Listen, I, I looked at this picture very carefully. <laughs> I zoomed in and I looked at it. It looks uh, like he's wearing trunks. It, it, yeah, yeah. It And then when you look at his hand, right, because I looked at that hand picture for over an hour maybe, um, he's got those, like, Man of Steel gauntlets that is in the new outfit for Rebirth. So I was like, hmm. You mean we're not going to be fingerless gloves? No. No, no. Yeah, go ahead and put the fingerless gloves on Batman. Uh, Did he leave his fingerprints? (laughs) Oh, world's greatest detective. (laughs) (laughs) Leave his fingerprints everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh no! I mean, it's kind of stupid. China. That, no, that, he definitely is that, stupid. No, that whole redesign of Superman's suit was stupid. I mean, where was his cape coming from? His boots? Why? Why did his collar get higher? <laughs> Why did he have fingerless gloves? Where's his missing ribs? I don't know. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for John Romita Jr. to draw Batman. For the Bat fans to get after him. Poor Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder don't have to worry. He'll write a good story. 
right? Yeah, but if it will just be horrible. Everybody's going to com- be comparing Ramita to Capullo. You know that. Good. <laughs> Hide Ramita. Throw him away. Toss him in the junk. Yeah. Oh, Toss, well. him. Toss him in Jim Lee's garage with all those foam man statues. He's so happy. How am I going to sell all these Bowman statues I've got? I put a beach ball on it. Sure, (laughs) now they're in summer. (laughs) I'll put a a holly on it. Sure, now now it's Christmas. (laughs) Oh, well. Ever. All right, we'll see you next week, and we'll get to find out maybe a little bit more about what's going to be happening to whichever Superman you're interested in. All of them. All of them. So, All of them. Yeah. So next week should be really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. So thanks, Tej, for a great show mm-hmm. and all your knowledge. Thank you, Holly. You're Thank welcome. you, Holly, for always having me. Well, I don't want to talk to myself. No, uh, that I don't want to talk to myself either. It's very boring. <laughs> okay, so everybody have a great week and great comics coming. Take care. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.